drinking vodka and shit. Hey, bruh, get up. You got to go. Damn. I let you come over here and spend the night. Think we finna kick it? You the pissed in my bed. Damn, man, my bed. Get up. You got to go, bruh. Damn, man, damn. Get up. Damn, can y'all believe this? A grown ass man. Then pissed. Damn, Just pissed him a let whole me, piss. Let me get some towels. Man, man. get towel my ass. Get your ass at my house. Shit, man, you took the shower. No, nah, you ain't taking nothing. You getting out of here. But she did a great job um, of telling people they needed to pay the $30. Like, I, I told the first person that asked, they was like, and this pissed me off. Because in, in low-key, she kind of was like a little clapback on the side. So it was like a one-two punch type of thing. Yeah, it got to be a two-person operation. Yeah, because she was like, um, the guy was like... Um, I said, oh, have you purchased your tickets already? He was like, no, nah, I need to purchase them now. I said, okay, cool. And so he was like, how much are they? I said, well, they're 30 a piece. And so he was like, 30 a piece? I said, yep. <laughs> and he goes, for tequila tails? And so, like, Kayla. Like, oh, you can leave, nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's Kayla, always a door. Right. Kayla was like, um, well, it's been up for months. Yeah. Um, come on, come through, Kayla. She's hey. like, it's been up for months. And like, um, and besides everybody else paid. Everybody yeah, up everybody in there, that thick ass there. room in there. And low key paid. online, it was twenty two. You only yeah. paying an extra eight dollars right. at yeah. the door. Stop. Right. Just stop. Right. And, and if you paid on the day of, it was thirty. It was thirty. So it's not yeah, even yeah. like we charged more at the door. No, just right. stop it's the day of. Right. Exactly. So she came in and she was like, "Well, I guess I guess you weren't prepared." <laughs> You're charging just as much as Superman. <laughs> I can go see Superman for this month. I can go see your ass about it. But it's but it's funny because on Valentine's right, right. night, you, what did you, you expect? Cheap. Yeah, you with, your woman. with your woman. And then the woman was just as basic as they like we don't go to bus like, bar. He like this date is getting expensive. <laughs> Chocolate, candy, not thirty dollars a ticket. Yeah, because the woman stay your broke ass home. <laughs> right. Okay. If you can't pay thirty to take her out, and Jesus then let alone Christ. what you gonna do when you get in. Yeah, you ain't gonna buy no pizza. You ain't gonna get shit. no goddamn drink. You like we'll just have water. <laughs> we'll have water. Fuck it. It's Valentine's Day. Get her a sprite. <laughs> <laughs> put, a, put a cherry in it. Would you? Right, put, put a, a lemon in that shit. <laughs> oh, I told y'all take care of you. I, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody gonna treat you like I treat you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I got some bad news. Oh, oh shit. Here you go. I know, I Girl, know. Do I need to play? Do I need to play the music like in uh? <laughs> The deaf, the deaf, uh, dun, dun, all dun, deaf dun. digital. You probably do. Where they like, yo, I got right. some bad news. Right, the, I got some the bad news. Music just <laughs> Is this a we <laughs> need to talk situation? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think we need to talk amongst each other, and I think we need to talk to our listeners. Uh-oh. Okay, what happened? The Joe Budden Podcast won for Best Podcast at the BET Social Are Awards. you fucking kidding me? Not even just that. We weren't even nominated. Is okay. I'm okay. And I just feel a slight, yeah, slight. Like we're being overlooked. Yes. Yeah. Like and niggas are sleeping. You I know. You. Niggas are sleeping. Y'all be in I mean, our th- inbox telling us you love this the is, shit. This is, and this is season yes. two. Right. And I don't even know what determined season one because we got about 80 episodes. <laughs> 80 episodes. <laughs> <in one. laughs> the longest season of all time. Yeah. Game, that was Game us of Thrones do like 10. You right. know what I mean? So See, we could be in season, season four right 
now, but I don't know Season how y'all do Season one, math. we were getting Quick our math. shit together. Mm-hmm. You know, we were working it out. Yeah, a lot, of, out a lot of that shit ain't even got posted. Right. <laughs> True. <laughs> we, wait, that one that one time we had that little argument, we didn't, oh they didn't post that. That got nope, heated. Nope. What argument? You don't remember? The two of y'all? Mm-hmm. Brittany Omar. Yep. What were y'all arguing? Let me tell y'all something. I didn't post Listeners. that one. I also didn't post the one with uh, uh, the, the Steve Harvey one. Oh, right. Yeah. Where y'all was roasting me. Yeah. Uh, and we got so loud that, uh, <laughs> the neighbor, that uh, neighbor. Casey's neighbor had to knock on the door. Yeah, I keep hearing you guys uh, talk about Steve Harvey and, and nigger. And nigger. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just wanted to say nigger. Get your ass so, so let me tell y'all something, you Listeners, I don't know if you guys really understand to the lengths and depths that we go to record, but we are a moving podcast. So we a cussing podcast and we are moving. Right. We we are out here drinking. Like the like the pilgrims and shit. Um <laughs> at first when we first moving, started cussing and drinking. Moving cussing and drinking. <laughs> that is some pilgrim shit. That's some pilgrim it? shit. Yeah. We low key can load up in an RV and just get right. it cracking. But we were in Casey's apartment at first, up north. So if you if you're from Chicago, we were up north, and she was in a high rise. So you know those walls are like paper thin. One night we get heated about Steve Harvey, and we nigga this Steve Harvey, right. nigga this Steve Harvey, <laughs> that nigga <laughs> Steve, that nigga this Steve Harvey. No, cause niggas, <laughs> we doing all that, you know. And then her neighbor comes knocking on the door with this, his bitch ass, you know. He's <laughs> A white mind, guy. Keep in mind, it's like Saturday early evening. Yeah. It's every bit of like, like 8 maybe PM. was he yeah, was he white eight. or was he like no he Mexican was uh, or, no not no. Mexican. What was he? He was like Armenian or some type shit oh, like yeah. that, right? Like it, he, he was, was mixed. He had that good mixed. hair, not that white hair, exactly. but that good hair. That's Kardashian hair. That Kardashian hair. Right. Okay. He was somewhere in that. You know, Basically. I don't. I don't want to expose my. Fuck it. He was Romanian. Now, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Ike and Omar decide that they was gonna handle this. <laughs> As a Casey, team. Casey says, please don't get me put the fuck out. Um, <laughs> I like my location. She's like right off Lakeshore Drive. It was really nice. But they go out in the hallway and try to talk this man down off of reporting us to the fucking assessment association. Like they are, You know I'm the only Negro in the building. The only nigga in the building. <laughs> and so it just was funny because it's like, dude, like, like how boring is your Saturday night? Yeah, that first, worried first about he us. Knocked, first he knocked Nessus. If, if we can quiet it down. And so when we came back inside, like naturally, you know, that that typical knee jerk, like Negro response is, oh, shit, we just offended a non-black person like let's. But then we had that oil in our system. So the more I started talking, the more my battery, like I didn't even need anybody to put a battery in my back. I started self-charging my own battery. Right. <laughs> right. Next thing I know, Omar's right behind me. And she's like, man, let me just go outside. Just make sure just in case, you know, so I'm like on the door. And, and I'm honestly like, because. There had been times in the past where maybe we did get a little loud, you know, and this was like a while back. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'm being disrespect- but disrespectful. But I'm like, here we are in the middle of the evening and we weren't that bad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, really? Like, this warranted a knock? Like, come on, man. Like, but, you got to give me but, some slack with this but, shit. Yeah, but we were getting loud. Oh, we was loud. Oh, yeah. And, and, and he, he was, he was right. It was all he heard was Steve Harvey. Yeah, and Nick. And Nick. <laughs> That's, That's all why we heard. couldn't That's even release heard. that podcast. Yeah, we were like, yep. 
Yeah. You got yeah, us, bro. You got yeah, us. You did. Yeah. He didn't know what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> it was like, he's like, do y'all have Paul Mooney in there? I've <laughs> <laughs> never heard niggas so many times. Right. Keeps my teeth But right. I'm upset that Joe Budden won, period, because I voted for Drink Champs. Yes, I voted. Did you? I did. Okay. I voted for mm. Drink Champs. Mm-hmm. Um, I voted for a couple of the personalities for the... Uh, was Brilliant Idiots? Uh, yes, they were was. nominated. So they I'm were. just going to be perfectly honest here. Mm-hmm. I don't vote on podcasts because <laughs> I have a life. Okay. <laughs> you know, Omar, this so whole podcast vote. movement has become a thing. And we are a so part of it. So I didn't vote for T3 so you either? <laughs> <laughs> Just so to be honest? He that, he that betraying ass okay, nigga. So like, this is what Omar, we, Omar would run for office and not vote for himself. Right. He'd be like, no, I don't vote. But vote for me, though. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. believe in voting. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. Omar, I shouldn't need votes. Right. Omar is the most intelligent intelligent lazy motherfucker i know okay you can you gotta look him in the eye like you send him an email or a text you're gonna wait you're gonna wait he ain't gonna respond right away but if you in his face and you having a conversation oh he'll school the shit out of you get he'll he got time if you in his face i got time i got time sometimes i do but if you send him a message that nigga ain't got time and all he doing is sitting on his couch watching TV. That's funny. That's really that's true. Funny. He's not. That's very accurate. He's not fucking doing shit. He's like, I don't fucking feel like it. So I got to catch up on this. Uh, new I'm trying to figure out how to stop being Walking lazy. So dead. leave me alone. No. I have a problem. He's a nigga that you got to go knock on his door. And when when security calls upstairs to say, hey, Omar, you got a guest. No, nah, don't. Ain't nobody call me. <laughs> nigga, I did. I did. Don't just pop up at my house. Let me tell you something but about... I know you're here. So <laughs> Isaac blessed me with Hulu and a couple other passwords. Magical thing, ain't it? <laughs> I, I no created need. my own profile on that bitch. Like, yeah. I'm about to do it on your Netflix, oh. And listen, I'm, go for it because the way I got my Amazon set up, right. it connects to all them shit. So I can oh, go shit. to the search bar and it'll search on all the platforms where that you fuck, got access to. Yeah. Oh, so look, so there's no I need for me to leave. Because, <laughs> listen, because I can't, I just don't have time to watch TV anymore. Yeah. I have all of it. So Hulu, Netflix, HBO, Showtime, Fox, everything. So on my phone, I have like a TV category, right? Mm. So if you all ever need HBO or anything like that. And I think no one should leave out of the house. And then I got Amazon Prime. So much amazing original programming. They need to start. I got all of it. Doing everything in the house. Because I felt bad that my daughter went to the uh, daddy-daughter dance by herself. Because I said, oh. baby, they're shooting up schools. I'm not, <laughs> <doing that. laughs> I'm not going in there. I'm staying Omar, home. did you not take your daughter? <laughs> I will take your daughter. I said, they're shooting up schools. Why would I show up? Are you kidding me? That's between you and the school system to work that shit out. Damn. We are not, it is way too soon. Too soon? Can we have a moment of silence for these kids? Hey, listen. Don't give me that shit. If people weren't pissed off about Sandy Hook, oh, I agree. how do you think they feel about oh, teenagers? Trust me, yeah. I agree. That's Let true. me tell you something. Let that's me tell you that's some bullshit. I got, into, I got into a thing, and I have to calm down. The older I get, I'm realizing how much more sensitive I am to like 
humans. Okay. I, 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 you I, never give the homeless people money. I wonder. Fuck that. Because they. <laughs> let me tell you why. <laughs> let me tell you why. You was joking. I was joking. Like you a, struck a chord. She's like, wait a minute. Right. He didn't even know she didn't give money to the no. homeless. Okay, people. Let me tell y'all something. I love us for real. <laughs> I get. I used Here to give. Go. Here we go. I used to give anytime a homeless person would stop me. Anytime I would give, but it takes one to fuck up the bunch. You know what I'm saying? And then as I've gotten older too, as hard as I work, I'm like, bitch, let me tell you something. You could do anything, homeless or not. Like there's opportunity. If you really want to fucking do something, Mm -hmm. then you have that to do it. Mm -hmm. I talked to this homeless guy once. um, This was like a couple years ago when I was working downtown. They moved the homeless shelter from like... um, uh, what's that Balbo and like state or whatnot and put it over on canal this was like maybe like 10 years ago mm-hmm. they made it like super big and they put all this money into it and that's great that you did that because there's a lot of people who need that shelter in the city but i'm down there i'm talking to this guy um he didn't look homeless but he was homeless and i was just he was like yeah you know i'm homeless i stay at the new place on, on canal i'm like oh shit damn okay so i felt a certain kind of way because i kind of was having this conversation randomly <laughs> without considering his potential situation right and you know you could randomly say some shit that could offend a person and you just don't know so now i'm kind of like skimming through the shit that i said like okay i hope i haven't said anything crazy and he just was like i said wow you know um i'm sorry to hear that he was like no don't be sorry it's okay he was like this is what i want like you know life just got too hard Mm. like i just i'd prefer having my days where i don't worry about anything no bills no nothing i don't want to get up and go to a job like I just it just I got just too much. Be homeless. I just want to be homeless. Mm. And I'm like, <sighs> who who says, you know, okay, I think I'ma just beg for change. Well, you, know, change you know what? That was that was shit. uh you know, Ted Kaczynski, the, the Unibomber actually said something like that. And that was his thing. Like he went to go live off the land. Mm. But you can't be homeless in the city. Right. No. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't hunt. It's one thing to live off the land. <laughs> right, niggas. You, know, you can't live off the land in <laughs> right, the city. Right. It's but, cold. Was he asking you for money? No, we we just no, happened just to be standing there and I'm Shit. waiting on a fucking ride and, and he, he just, just wanted to have a conversation. And he didn't look homeless. So mm-hmm. like he put effort into making sure yeah. he got a shower or mm-hmm. making sure he had clothes that didn't look worn. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so when I and it's so funny because it kind of leads into how um you have some conservatives who say as Democrats, we do too much as far as um, we aid in crippling people, crippling our people. When you say we, you ain't mentioning me, are you? Nigga. <laughs> Omar, I, listen. So, you use we, and I ain't with that shit. <laughs> so, but, but but it's, it's okay, so that sentiment um, is actually kind of unique because even with where I work, I work in an environment where uh, a large percentage of our population is considered homeless, technically homeless. Now, because there's, because to the point that you were making, there are different levels of homelessness. Mm-hmm. You not, know, quite, not, not to cut you off, but doesn't, to, to consider someone homeless, doesn't that mean that they need to have a family as well? Because wouldn't that be considered a home? 
<laughs> or they're more houseless. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a personal dwelling space. Dwellingless. <laughs> dwellingless. Right. Because yeah. a home requires a family, right? Okay, listen. But a home is what you make. My, my home in Phoenix is certainly a home. I'm that's that a fucking home. So, I feel you know home. No, that's a hotel. Right? It is. Shit is a hotel. You stay at a resort. <laughs> yeah, you stay at a resort. She do. That's my home. My but dear. to the point that I was making, though, in terms of like um, being being classified as homeless, it, it doesn't always mean that you don't have shelter. It just means that you don't have a place of your own. Now, right. there's a difference between a person that is homeless and a person that's a bum. Yeah. Right? So, oh, like, so if you have bum. a roommate, then you homeless, technically. No, <laughs> no, not really. Not really. But, like, but like if you're staying on someone's couch. So, you like, know if you're yeah, a you're child homeless. staying no with your bills parents, are technically coming homeless. Or whatever. So, if you're a child staying with your you're parents, homeless. you're homeless. You don't pay Definitely any bills. Homeless. If they put your ass out, you homeless. <laughs> you know, they are. You don't you know. pay any okay. bills. But, but, to the, to, but to the point that you were just making, though, Brittany, um, you know, me working with this population i see so many various levels of desire right mm-hmm. and it is the toughest thing in the world especially when you have like that bleeding heart and you're kind of compassionate to work in an environment and see apathy and see people that are able-bodied mm-hmm. that that can go out and get a job they're telling me that they want a job. a job i'm assisting them in trying to get a job and they don't want to put forth any effort whatsoever. And in those moments, I, in those moments, I do say to myself, I can see how certain conservatives get into that space where it's just like, you know what? We don't Fuck too that. Much. I'm not I'm not going to enable you to be lazy to not do anything. It, now, it, it, the flip side of that, though, just because I, I just want to add some balance mm-hmm. to it. Right, Give it, to it brother. Is. The flip it is side balanced. of that there is, is a flip side. One, they, there are some people who really are trying and the system has just really beaten them down. And so right. as a society that is a developed society, we do need to have that safety net that protects, you know, um, individuals who fall on hard times. The people who are do trying. Need, exactly. Right. Some assistance. But I think we're all nature, lumped, you know, is and we are right? all lumped. And then yeah. and then also the is other it? flip side of why I don't like when conservatives say that is because of the hypocrisy of right. we're going to cut off 10 percent of the budget. You know, but then we're still going to spend eighty percent of the budget on us taking over other nations or and like put, military we're shit put that we never food in use. a box and specifically tell you what you can eat instead of giving you food stamps. But I thought they stopped giving out food stamps. No, well, they're card, they're EBC cards. cards. You stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they still but have they tokens that, to meaning, ride the train? But they do oh, that with the, no. <laughs> but meaning that they're they're trying to. You, you heard about this food in a box? I saw yeah, something right? on Instagram about. It. I didn't read. Yeah. It too. Yeah. So basically, the the Republicans instead of giving you an EBT card they will deliver almost like a, a blue apron type shit like food yeah. in a box I think and it's kind of dope right but let me t- no uh, but <laughs> and I'm gonna me- tell you why but go ahead okay but let me tell you why it's some some hypocrisy shit like Isaac was saying is that y'all don't like government uh, big government being all in your shit regulation you know, so, right socialism that's what the fuck that is yeah you didn't want Michelle Obama suggesting that your kids eat better she couldn't even tell y'all maybe eat a little something better no I feed my kids what the fuck I want to feed them because it's freedom and, and <laughs> patriotism eat this, eat this fat eat, back sandwich right. hey but listen <laughs> I think they should do this shit <laughs> so people can get their ass off that shit and start demanding I, jobs right. and start demanding education. But it's just but hard I, for me coming from them. It's such listen, a, hip, it's, listen, it's a hypocrite. Listen, let me tell you something. Poverty sucks. It does. Poverty is a bitch. And when your ass tired of being poor, yeah. you do something about it. Hell, I'm tired of being middle class. Go out class. there and work three okay, jobs. This hey, shit listen, is poor. Hey, the middle class has shrunk. 
Yes, it is. Yeah, this is poor. Yeah, like, it's poor. Yeah, I'm, I'm you either poor or rich. My today, salary, right? I'm considered right. middle class. I make a decent salary for what I do. Mm-hmm. I but am you make poor. it look so good. You do. Fuck you. <laughs> Even though the rent is too damn high. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is. It sucks because there's a flip side. And we all saw it in Pursuit of Happiness. Like we that wanted was a him. good movie. It was. And it was so Will sad. Will Smith was amazing. He's always amazing. Yeah. But Turning around that sewing machine. It, but, that, but in that situation, that was somebody really trying. That wasn't the sewing machine, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. What was that? that thing? He, it was a, it was a, like a, a medical thing. Oh, no. <laughs> like a sewing machine. I'm sorry, I don't want to even. He said that shit. I was like, it was a sewing machine. No, he like, was trying to sell a sewing machine to doctors. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was like, we don't want that shit. <laughs> I'm not sewing jackets. It sucks because you know, um, it's 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 two sides to it, and and you got people who get over because we're trying to take care of those who fall on hard right. times, right. and when somebody can say to me. Oh, I'm comfortable with where I'm at. I feel like as a state, the state of Illinois, with all the taxes that we pay mm-hmm. and how they rape the fuck out of me daily. Yeah. Okay, um, did you file your taxes? I did this can year. I owe something? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I owe can them. I, can okay, I get two of your I owe money. and so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, damn, we're giving way too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we're doing too much. But then look at the family of four who got put out. Out of their home it foreclosed and the parents lost their job and car got repossessed and it's like damn you got these kids it's like okay what can we do because that's fucked up you know what i'm saying that's real well the thing is i think poor they, the study is poor like poor people are more compassionate than wealthy people yeah. most definitely shit however then i always look at the thing like imagine if your parents worked really hard right they did they do and and they became so wealthy that you didn't have to work as hard. Wouldn't that be beautiful? So I blame the parents. Okay. Like yeah. if they worked harder, I wouldn't have to work so goddamn hard. You know what? Hard. No, 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 no. You know what? I blame facts. I, 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 would, facts. I blame the parents too. My my work ethic comes from my parents. My dad, when I was thirteen, took me to Gage Park to get a work permit. I have been working since I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. They bought me clothes, bought me shoes. The moment I got into high school, they were like, "Yeah, done." Mm-hmm. So if you want these mics, you mm-hmm. want this, whatever. And I'm like, I have a reputation, motherfucker, <laughs> to upkeep. I can't wear last year's <laughs> shit. You know shit that teenagers say, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then I was All just fleet, finally nails stop- done, what? hair done, hair and did. I was just starting to get my hair done because y'all. Let me tell you something. When I was in eighth grade. Uh-huh. My hair was yeah, the Afro puffs. No, oh, I'm sorry. My hair was all the way down my back. So what my mother used to do because she worked every day and she was tired. She'd come home, she'd make dinner, she'd clean the house. She's exhausted. She would put my hair in these four ponytails that lasted all week. When I say I was in eighth grade in the hood in school getting teased because I got these big ass what would Jesus do balls <laughs> on my fucking head and I got these four long ass ponytails. So I talked her into letting me get my hair done just one time and letting me cut it like oh it's so unmanageable whatever. So I went one time and she turned to me she said oh you look beautiful yeah if you want your hair shit. done you have to pay for it yourself yep. you have to find that 45 see, I don't, see listen yeah. i don't wait agree with that wait a minute I let me think tell, let me tell y'all the mind fuck that my okay, mom okay go did. ahead give it to <laughs> me and and this was this was good i had to give her props on this one so <laughs> freshman year of high school you know you go in and everybody is like fresh to death the whole night mm-hmm. so i immediately realized okay i gotta compete right Hell i gotta yeah. i gotta up my game 
So my mother being this flight attendant, going all these other places, but also always being engaged with fashion, she says, okay, well, tell me the kind of looks that you want. So she starts going through the uh-oh, magazine. Uh-oh. She sees the right. stuff that she wants. Uh-oh. She lays me out for uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Fly shit. I mean, just like, damn, like, good job, mom. So I'm fly as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, from freshman year going into sophomore year. So I guess maybe she didn't like the way I started looking with, you know, because it was that hip hop time where our pants were real baggy. Mm-hmm. We want to wear them kind of low. And, and she would always, always try to get me to you like. Were small. Yeah. yeah you were I tiny. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to go as far as say tiny. I was slender. I was slim. I was, <laughs> I was athletic. You're athletic. I was a B-boy. I have a, I have a, I have a, and I was, and I was, right? So, you know, I had the locks and then like the big, all that shit, right? Like the big baggy pants. And she started hating that shit. What's up, God? What's up, God? Everybody was God. Everybody God. You know <laughs> like I was from New York or some shit, right? So, um, so, so sophomore year, my mother is seeing me go down this path, and she's like, "All right, I'm about to try to pull this back." So I'm thinking in my mind, she did such a good job freshman year. All right, like, what you want for Christmas this year? I'm like, man, you know what? Just clothes. Yeah, kind of how you did it last year, y'all. This nigga went and got me a bunch of khakis, like slim ass khakis. Got you the Trump shirts. Those Trump Jr. Dockers, nigga. It was all kind of white. I'm looking at this shit and I'm like. Was it a uniform at school? No, no. So, so you were rocking uniform like, before they instituted it. So, so they saw you wearing. It was like, oh, we should have all the kids doing so that. Clearly, clearly, I I took um I took offense to this, and I'm like, mom, what what what, what happened? I am offended. This is exactly what she said. Uh, when I'm buying your clothes and I'm mm. spending my money, mm. I get you what I want to get you mm-hmm. how I want you to look now if you spend your own money you can get whatever it is that you want <laughs> treat right? it treat so, it. so that I swear to God y'all that one line it, it's so it's so amazing to me my mother has had one liners where she's just changed the entire trajectory <laughs> of my life right. and don't even know we set up and talked about that the other day some other shit that she said well, I was like do you realize I've never been the same ever since you told me that like and right. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing but I've never been different different and like that and, and she, she did an amazing like, job because she still buy your clothes to this day <laughs> <laughs> like, he's wearing the tan khakis now <laughs> she Actually, did predict his future but 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 what she told me was i mean or what she taught me was similar to what you learned which is you know pay your own way when yeah. you're doing it yourself nobody can't tell you shit and, right. and admittedly the reason i think that's a gift and the curse because and this is funny even as i'm thinking about it now like you know me and omar we always have these conversations about Omar How you, I. Omar and I? Yeah, you're right. Uh, no, but actually, that is grammatically correct. Omar and I, is we, we always have these conversations about like how you become stronger as an organization, and like one of the things that I'm starting to grow into is learning how to delegate better, right? Like, and and I think that that mentality it comes from. If you if you do it yourself, can't nobody tell you what the fuck to do. You know what right. I'm saying? And so it's it's like it's been ingrained like, in me. Yeah, there, there's you know. definitely some truth to that. Right. And, and and it's not control freak. It's I don't want nobody to tell me what to do, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna do it on my own. But, but I feel like y'all bragging you know. a little bit about your mom's doing all this stuff. Because <laughs> my mom took us to the Salvation Army. It was like I'm gonna pop sometime. <laughs> She's like, kids go crazy. <laughs> We got whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want, boo. <laughs> Omar was like, I'll sell drugs. <laughs> but, right. Guess I'm dropping out of school. Wait. Omar's like, I'm going to find... <laughs> 
I guess I'm not going to school this year. <laughs> what can the corner do for you, my nigga? I cannot with you. But that helps you out, though. I'm what? Like, uh, is the is the spot still open this weekend? Because I'm going to start working. Okay. Do you guys still have I an hope opening? the block isn't hot as it was last week. Is it week? as hot as it was last week? Because I, I need to move some units. <laughs> I need close. Either way, either way, Omar, your mom, even still shopping at the Salvation Army, taught you something. Like, for me, my parents, it's a big difference between me and my brother. Okay, and we're only a year and a half apart. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to work ethic and just um, like, you know, just desire and wanting ambition and wanting to do certain shit, Mm -hmm. we are night and fucking day. So from day one with my dad, like, okay, you're going to have to work. We can't afford to do it. Um, We got bills and y'all are older and you're growing and the shit's more expensive. Mm -hmm. We can't take you to, you know, uh, JCPenney and, you know, wherever, Old Navy and all that for oh, You got to go to JCPenney. I feel like you're bragging again. No, no, no. But I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Some people just want to rub it in No, your no, face. no. Because I just was, got the magazine. I didn't shop from it, nigga. No. I just looked through it. It, it was just one of those <laughs> things where nice. it was reality because it's like, you're right. This is not something you're just telling me to tell me. Mm-hmm. These are things that I can see, that I can touch. Mm-hmm. You've got the house, the, you know, other shit that yeah. I do. My parents used to drop me off and pick me up every day. Mm-hmm. I your dad looks just like Stedman. So he to have Stedman in your life, like that had to be and, amazing. And my dad is, my dad is a Step it up like with mad hustler. Like he used to work when I was in high school. He worked at McCormick Place overnight. Okay, mm-hmm. so he would get he off work. Because I ain't working on night He would get anybody. off work. <laughs> I would wait up for him to get Back home. <laughs> I would wait up for him to get home because he always brought me something, especially if they had a show. You'd be something. waiting all night for me. I'm like, <laughs> you're so stupid. <laughs> they asked me to work at night, Jim. I left my family. <laughs> he would I don't get, need to put us through this. He would come home late as hell, get up, right up, like take a shower, take my mama to work, drop us off to school, come home, take a nap, come pick us up. Do it all over again. Oh like, fuck that! No, so, I would have left y'all. He, <laughs> I'm going out to get some cigarettes, but he, Omar, you don't smoke. I do now. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see me till Christmas. But, but it was it was a work ethic. Like my mother never missed a day of work. You could get this motherfucker to call up, and then if the school mm. had to call her, see job, they don't make him like that. See, no, no, no he, he's a, see that's that, that old is, that is school, that's yeah. old school black man like that. The old school black man. Remember, remember we had this conversation about this I, I don't know what happened to these niggas but remember them dudes you would always see they would always have money they'd be gone for a little while and they show up with a lot of money mm-hmm. and then they, they, they have, no they weren't even truck drivers <laughs> they were just some hustlers right. and you're like where are you getting this money from and <laughs> And and it's a couple of them still hanging around in barbershops, you know, right. dressed to the nine and shit, driving a Mercedes, and you're just like, where do they work? Right. They selling, it, they selling chicken plates. They and selling shit. something, but they, they don't Running make numbers. Them. Right. Those are the hustlers. Like yeah. they don't have hustlers anymore. No, these little niggas is begging and stealing, begging and, and stealing, and beating them on buckets and shit. Speak, I was one. I, I knew something changed in Chicago when white women start clutching their purses again. I said, okay. <laughs> They're back still it again. Niggas <laughs> back snatching purses. Speaking of hustle, man, what y'all think about this Martin reboot? Um, are you here for it or no? I'm here for it, but I think it's going to be whack. Yeah, it's going to be whack. It's then why are you here whack. for it? Because it's Martin. She no. Right. She's going to support it. There is no way I'm they gonna, need to I'm do gonna a I'm going to watch it to Tommy support is it. Dead. Tommy's dead, but... Um, I, I feel like it's gonna be whack because be first whack. off, uh, yeah. Tashina, not not Tashina, but um, what's the other one? Gina, Gina. 
Oh my gosh, she's Tisha so Campbell. annoying. Tisha Campbell. She's so annoying, just regular. Yeah. And her voice has recently like, changed. I don't know what's going on. I feel on. like that's yeah. something they should have left She's in the past. I feel if like they want to do a new shows. show, that's fine. Right. But don't call it Martin. Right. Yeah. Just go do another Do a spin off yeah. if you want to do that. Yeah, but don't do it. It's almost Martin. like Jordan going back to the Wizards. And it's like, come on, bro. Yeah, like, like you're never going to stay I get it that you want to play. Yeah. Let that be great and go do some other And then I saw somebody who wrote a comment on a picture, you know, when they were all together. I guess they mm-hmm. went to the studio or something to discuss. God bless your soul. You be reading that shit. But shut up. She, she knows every podcast, comment on YouTube videos. Listen. She's very engaged. Listen. Great cooking video. <laughs> comment on the YouTube. I'll watch that. But um I'm gonna try this lasagna tonight. I do watch that. I do too. But um anyway, somebody commented like, I wonder what the I wonder what the storyline's gonna be because present day martin can't jump on pam because pam is fine as hell Love like that pam looks great yeah she not always she always did though she would always be the beat she be the beat i when she was on everybody hates chris she was my absolute favorite she'd be like um funny because she's consistently stayed working oh yeah because she was also in survivors that wasn't the mom yes she was she was to she girl she would be like um i ain't got to work this job my husband worked two jobs yeah. <laughs> I don't Terry Crews stay working too he do too he be on some wax shit but he yeah. stay working she was so funny she was, that she, was a great show and, uh, everybody hates Chris yeah, yeah. I, I own like a I'm couple I'm thinking of in the Bernie Mac show The yeah. Wife oh, and I yeah. knew that, that I was that's like, what he was thinking about I was like you, wait a yeah, minute they, I can't believe you mixed them up during Black no. History Month stop. oh my goodness that, that is bad that is bad but you know what a lot of people you're not woke sister shut up a lot of people looking back on Martin and it wasn't just Martin. Like, I think it was a lot of other toads like this in a lot of black shows. But the darker skinned woman was the one that always got ribbed on or she was always the butt of the joke and stuff like that. Mm. And the lighter skinned women was made, were made to seem, you know. Mm-hmm. Because there was some Question, do you Cause, think that's... Because Pam was more attractive than Gina. Yes, she was. Can I say this? Can I say this? Some episodes, Gina's fucking head yeah. was just... And can her I say hair. They, did, they did used to roast the shit out of her big but, head. They did, but, but yeah. But can I say this, though? Mm-hmm. I think that's just digging a little too deep. Mm. Like... I don't Sometimes think that was intentionally done on Martin. No, I don't. It, it, I don't think most of the time it was intentional. I think it was just a, a state of mind. Like back in the day, light was was right and dark was not as attractive. Like you don't like, have anything to rhyme with dark. I can't think of it. I, I saw you reaching though. <laughs> I but I saw you reaching. I, said, I saw you reaching yeah, for it. You like find I got nothing. I couldn't find it. <laughs> but yeah. I love it. So, but the thing is, I, I I don't think that was intentional. I think that was just a casting thing. Mm-hmm. However, I understand what you're saying about how, you know. But it created a, a state think, of mind for people. But I think dark skinned people win too. Th- they do. I think light skinned people just have they run every now and again, but dark skinned people come back and kill it. As usual, yeah. They like kill- even if you look at like just all the chocolate men on TV. Mm-hmm. Well, Tay chocolate, Diggs, chocolate you got men, Diggs, you chocolate got Tyson men Bethard. have always been in, right? But I'm talking about women's light skin women. Let me see. Yeah. Who, who, so you okay? I'm trying to think what light skin women are winning right now. Yeah, just winning in general. Like what light skin women would you say are winning outside of Instagram? <laughs> right, because they <laughs> everywhere. All right, so let's see. Yeah, you see um, a couple chocolate bad ones in there every now and again, but yeah. So I'd say like uh, Alicia Keys or Zendaya or Beyonce's light skin. Sierra is browner, but she's light. Okay, skin. let's define winning. What are we talking about? True. So what about Azalea Banks? You don't think she's killing it? 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who? Azealia? Is it Azealia? Don't troll me, Trollmar. Is Azealia Banks? You don't think she's killing it? No. Why? Because she got kicked out of Russell Crowe party? Because she's a fucking instigating ass nigga. I can't stand her. She's horrible. She's, you don't think she's like, like literally the only reason any of us know who she is is because she's a shit starter. She's a troll. I think she got some mental issues too, by the way. Oh, she got, once, here's what I'm gonna say. If you get kicked out of Russell Crowe party, you can't be my friend. Well, you, that means if we were friends, I'm getting kicked out of the Russell Crowe party too. In, okay, so in her defense, not that, it probably shouldn't have gotten here. I kind of feel like she probably started this shit. Oh, you know she But did. apparently she got spit on by him. No, she made that shit up. No, she but was, RZA confirmed. No, let me tell you something. She was pissing. She was trying to say Russell Crowe music was whack. And Russell Crowe gave us Gladiator. That motherfucker can sing the did whack. Did you say music? Yeah, he had his little music plan and she oh, was talking hell. shit about it. And he was like, bitch, you that, can bounce if that you don't like my music. give him a right to spit on her. I, she is the type of person you would spit on. Her, <laughs> let's be honest. Omar, <laughs> You're no. telling me you wouldn't spit on her if you saw her. I'm a woman, though. And I'm not a white Even man. So <laughs> but I'm saying, so uh, let's no, be but honest. No, spit, if you wanted spit, to spit on somebody, wouldn't you think of her? Spit to and me your is eyes? the most disrespectful thing Absolutely. But wouldn't you want to be disrespectful to She's disrespectful to people. She is disrespectful to people. So spit on her. I, no, I don't spit on anybody. It's funny. Women always say that, but they'll spit on some dick, but they won't I, spit on some dick. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was amazing. I, I was I was about what? to step away because I had to run and do something real quick, but I had to come back just to say that was really good. No. That was nasty to that spit was, on somebody, but that was really Omar, good. Get your bro, bitch ass out I'm sorry, bro. That, that was... That was clever. That was nasty. That was, that was, that was nasty that was all clever. of a sudden. No. Omar, no. I am yeah. not letting you get a pass. You going to stop trolling me today. I'm get a pass. That's what you going to stop doing. Gang gang is back. No. The dark skinned women are winning the hardest in Black Panther. Like that I oh, just yeah. saw that Please movie. Please don't tell me about it. I'm not going it. you absolutely need to see it, Omar. Oh wait, and and you what was her name? What's uh Angela Bassett? Is it Angela Bassett? Uh-huh. She's dark skin. She's been winning. She has. Yeah. yeah. I think chocolate women win. They, Oprah's winning. No, but but meaning Whoopi's that winning. They, they were never considered like the, the pinnacle of what beauty standards well, were. Well, what is beauty? beauty it's it's in the deep. eye of the beholder. But Absolutely. Omar, you, you are... If you are trolling me because you want to like nuance the conversation, no, I, I think, get it. I but think beauty is is inside. It's what's inside. I know you do, but but you you and I both know that the American standard for beauty is lighter skin or white. Like that, it has always been you know, what is considered a, beautiful. I don't know. That's a tough one for me. No, I think we're all equal. You do, but what does society say? Omar's full of shit. Let me tell you right. Something. Since the beginning of time, well, let's just talk about the beginning of slavery. Um, it has been take us back, sister. It has been etched in our brains that the lighter skin mm-hmm. um, person gets better accommodations. They stay in wow. the house, right? Yep. You get a better job. You mm-hmm. know, you get to fuck the slave master, all that other shit. So me and my um, me and my girl used to joke like we could be at somebody's front desk. Like yeah. we, we are Caucasian yeah. friendly. Oh, I used to say in high school also, you a house nigga. That's what that is. <laughs> See? That's who you are. What's your so, light ass, Brittany? I'm light as fuck and I get pale as fuck in the winter so I'm even lighter sometimes mm-hmm. but you know I'm not 
deaf on as far as the impact I actually use it Mm -hmm. like sometimes when I do like interviews and shit like that I play on it like Mm -hmm. I play on the fact that I know that I'm attractive and the fact that I am lighter skin it's one of those things you do that no there's a certain level of privilege that comes with that it's a certain level not only privilege but because you know that it's privilege Mm -hmm. it's a certain level of confidence that you have skill set no, I talk about my skill set, but it's a level of confidence that yeah, makes that makes a, a big so I've been difference. Doing it wrong. Listen, you have Omar. You like skin as fuck. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm dark. Okay, I'm caramel. Anyway, but when you right. when you recognize so. when you recognize that privilege, <laughs> it's a certain level of confidence, a certain level of um, like how you act and how you walk with the shit. You know, mm-hmm. so when you do interviews and you come in contact with other people, you give off this very. Uh, like dope ass vibe right Mm -hmm. and so like with white people when we talk about like white privilege they walk around like they run shit because they know about their privilege they Mm -hmm. know about the things that come easy to them Mm -hmm. and what they won't have a problem with Mm -hmm. versus someone stuff that they don't ever have to think about exactly versus someone who is like oh man i'm 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 darker and I feel like I'm going to be treated a certain kind of way so you're That's timid sad. and you're withdrawn and this is not everybody please Lord Jesus do not comment and you think say they I'm treat fucking Michael talking Jordan about everybody like no, and celebrities have a different level but, of privilege no, hold on no, let's not talk <laughs> what about, about Tyson Bedford wait a minute no Shut up. first off you gotta be Michael Jordan like you gotta have all this fucking skill set Hello. in order to to take away a stigma Look to take you, away keep going Brittany drop it to take away You've this stereotype you know Wright, what I'm saying you? so it's one of those things where that's fucked up because you got trailer trash out here who walking around like they could just run the social security department <laughs> and they ain't they have nothing. They have nothing to contribute to that. So it's more so about the power that it gives you as a person and how you react in certain situations and give that vibe to different give it, people. Get it, get it, Brittany. You're but dropping some jewels. Go for it. I'm gonna. This you is going. some shit that has been be etched into everybody. It's not just black people, but white people know it too, and get that's it. why Mexicans feel like they white. Mm. Mm. Get it, boo boo. Yeah, they do, and they don't like dark. You got something against Mexicans. You drop Mexican every now and again. <laughs> What you got against okay, Mexicans? Okay, not all Mexicans, because I, I love. I got a couple I love, and I'm not racist. The, <laughs> the fact that you, I got a couple Mexican friends. I got I'm like three. Racist. I got three Mexican friends. She just dropped the Trump on us. She just gave right. us a Trump moment. I had to. That was so funny. Someone tell open. old head Jay Z. <laughs> right. That Black was, unemployment. The door was open, but no, it's just one of those things where people try to. Um, no, I think you dropped some jewels. I think you dropped some jewels. That shit. I was just, I was just poking the bear. Yeah. Same thing I was doing, Casey. See, uh, no, a, you, listen, guys. I'm trying to bring it out <laughs> of know. you guys. You I, know. Know. I know. You, you dropped some jewels. Good job, Brittany. Uh, Isaac, where you want to go from this? <laughs> Thank you, Sensei. <laughs> we were, we were talking about dark skin, light skin. Yeah, and I was gonna, saying the Black Magic and Black Panther was a phenomenal. Black phenomenal. Magic is that a new movie? No. <laughs> we say, uh, I know there's black lightning. <laughs> right. So black that's black magic, black lightning. I haven't heard about this. One. This is a new shit. It's God an, damn it. How many of these films do they make? The, the, okay, black lightning. The, the darker, the, the dark, dark women. Guy. Because some black of the lightning. soldiers, some of the women soldiers were light skinned, but the main characters were dark. Yeah, most were dark. And right. it was just beautiful to see. Um, 
just see their they're just there. Well, hold up, wait a minute. You saw it too? Yeah. I saw I'm, it last so wait, there were I'm no a light skin. Okay, don't tell the movie by the lack of LGBT. Uh, okay, yeah, nigga, representation. Stop. Question stop. for those who saw it: There were no the light skinned women. It was light skinned women in it. Okay. There were some light skinned soldiers, but yeah. they really. I mean, it was a couple. They the weren't one, prominent. Hold on, the okay. one, the one that. So they wanted chocolate. So it was chocolate black. It was chocolate. That's what I'm talking about. But let's be honest though, because where Wakanda sits is like in the heart of Africa. Right. So 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 you always had to be in order to be more accurate mm-hmm. you know if it was near um ethiopia mm-hmm. then you know you could probably get away with seeing some more lighter skin fairer skin individuals are, are dark right yeah right but but if you're in the heart of africa then yeah they they, they needed to be more primarily dark chocolate skin, which, mm-hmm. i like that I, well, mm-hmm. I, you know you know then, joe rogan made a, a a really good point about it that i love on this podcast and he was just like He's like, I'm so tired of these people talking shit about Black Panther. He's like, go see that shit. He's like, you need films like this. And yes. he's like, I don't know where this is coming from because there was not this conversation when Blade came out, mm-hmm. which was a black superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they made several sequels off this. They showed it. <laughs> I actually enjoyed Blade. But no, see, Blade, Blade was shit. shit. Hey, first of all, Wesley Snipes is the he shit. He is the yeah, shit. And we're talking about Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. Like, come on And he chocolate. But chocolate. Blade was just Blade. <laughs> it was yeah, just he will him. not date yeah. a black woman. <laughs> no, not a chance. Not a fan. Um, Beyond chocolate, man. That nigga is blue said They go diggers. Uh, Blade was a one-man show. He was just Blade. Mm-hmm. But and he wasn't like, a part of the Marvel exactly. universe Exactly. And so I tried to tell a co-worker this yesterday because she was just, you know, giving me this this Trump answer and I just you know I try to stay away from it because you you don't want to offend anyone and, and if anything it's I that co-worker you. you told us about before. why would yeah. you offend them though because what I have to say is not going to be well tell them say shit I went to, I went to go see Superman but what well, look shit. I did that's an all white fam shit but, I didn't bring no, race to it one of the things I told her see was, what I just did I saw that <laughs> um, one of the things I told her as to why this movie was super important not only the representation for our youth because a lot of them are stuck in this situation where they feel like they can't do anything outside of their neighborhoods. So to see, you know, all of these, you know, black, amazing people in this movie running shit is amazing. Mm -hmm. But also the fact that Marvel is behind it. Mm -hmm. Like at the beginning of the movie, um, I've, I haven't seen a lot of like superhero movies. Um, my favorite is X-Men. So I've seen all of those. Mm-hmm. But um, at the beginning of the movie and Marvel is doing this thing before the movie comes in mm-hmm. and it shows like, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, all those yep, things. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, I- <coughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is amazing to have Marvel behind it yeah. because this is not taken away from the fact that we have black people who do movies. But when you see Tyler, a Tyler Perry movie, it's from Tyler Perry Productions. Mm-hmm. When you see something from Oprah, it's from Oprah's shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We made a point where the black people who are successful are mad successful. So we put out what we want because we've made our own production companies, which are great. But to be behind something like Marvel, a big, a big, yeah. a global big one, a big you one that you don't know. That's a big see. budget movie. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait to see movie. that shit, man. Um, and you, I'll, I'll, I'll update like everybody right. when I see it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, I figure, I figure, two weeks from now. 
Yeah, we could do a full. Recap. We could do a full recap because yeah. if you ain't seen it by two, that's weeks, on you, bro. It's on you. Yeah, uh, you know. and just and and just for the now, record, weeks, uh, we'll, we'll Meteor Man was the greatest superhero of all oh, time. Y'all kiss my ass. We showed you the Meteor Man. We showed the fuck Meteor Man. Meteor Man and the Golden Lords and the Baby Lords. We did have Meteor Man. Good job on on bringing us back. You know what I'm saying? We had Blank Man. We had Blank Man. We had Blank Man. We had brother from another planet. Who? We had Pootie Tang. We had Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. Uh, we Pootie had, Tang was a superhero. We had I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. <laughs> we, we had some classic. We've had some superheroes. But, but we do need big budget fam. Yeah, we do. Because, I mean, they spend and, a lot of money. And, 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 and it makes that. a difference. And I'm going to tell you, yeah. like, really shit's changing because Hollywood no longer kind of runs the film industry. Mm. Like it's right. independent donors that are donating money. So oh. it's not being dictated by what Hollywood wants to put out. Because at one point, Hollywood was being dictated by uh, the Nazis in terms of what films they could put out. So it's always been that propaganda around Hollywood. And so now that Hollywood's not the one funding the films, they go into corporations and private investors. And that was one of the conversations, you know, I had with someone around Monique. Mm. Like you know, one of the conversations around Monique of why she was she was she wasn't getting work is they were asking her to attend all these events, and she's like, "I don't know the motherfuckers. I'm not attending that shit." Mm. It's like, but these are the people you're asking for money. Right, you're asking money from. So you have to go if fucking the Oracle children want want to you know want you at their party, motherfucker. You better go because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're be the ones that's going to invest in the film. Like all these Mission Impossible she wasn't films, politics. Yeah, right. the the Mission Impossible films aren't being funded by Hollywood. They're being funded by the Pritzker family. Mm. Like did you know what just, I mean? So, did they just like them shits? Like yeah, <laughs> like the the one son was like that's his shit. He they, only does it. he only does big Hollywood films. But the other the sister. She does like the low budget films. Mm-hmm. I think uh, like Moonlight and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But she she did like Twelve Years of Slavery and stuff like that. But she ended up leaving with like ten Oscars mm-hmm. at one year mm-hmm. from all wow. the little films she like invested in. But yeah. her brother is doing the like the big Hollywood shit. Like mm-hmm. he liked the big joints. Yeah. But you know, so when they call so you out, see, you better put them tap. Right. So you're gonna see more. You're gonna see more films like Black Panther as investors start seeing like. There's oh money shit! To There's be made. money. Mm-hmm. These niggas Let me get excited if about we, anything that's like if, coming to America. If we stand mm-hmm. in line for some mics for hours to spend two hundred and fifty and three hundred dollars just on to get shoes robbed for, down for, the street to get robbed <laughs> for your kids, I'm waiting on you. Who's not going to be able to wear them <laughs> next next year? year. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me we can't spend twenty dollars well, on a movie well, ticket? Okay, we well, can. No, we it, will. But see, but see, to me, the the discussion is even more nuanced than that, right? Like it's about, and and this is where it, it gets very interesting because we try to minim minimalize or minimize uh, black culture by calling it black culture instead of recognizing that it's actually American culture, right? Like right. hip hop is it. it it's we American. created it. It's we, American it, as apple pie it now. It is. It's American it is. as apple pie. And, and even though we still hold the pulse of it, mm-hmm. and we still control the wave, it's, it, it, it don't belong to us, mm-hmm. right? That's American culture. Mm-hmm. So when you don't acquiesce to 
the culture and where the culture wants you to move. I love when you use everybody, that word. Everybody, thank you. It's, uh, everybody you, suffers. You well, lick no. your lips whenever you say Whoa. stop. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> stop why you, why like you focus on his lips, Omar? Acquiesce. But also, point though. But, but the point just, is, the Migos is the culture, though. Uh, shit. I mean, but, but even with that, right? Like, because Hello. on some real shit. Like, Wavo just won the NBA. The man, other day. man, you saw that right? Because right, well, uh, uh, the Clippers Quavo. sent him yeah, a little like, like yeah, yeah. Like, was Call like us when days. you want your ten day contract. And they're playing, <laughs> but if he bought into it, not only would they do that shit because they know it'll give them a lot of attention and notoriety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what if he went out there and actually started dicking people? Balling <laughs> shit. All of a sudden, so it's like all right, another twenty days. But you know no, what I'm to Let's your to you your do. point, I like I was sitting out. Um, this is not a shameless plug. This just ha- happened to have happened. But uh, I was sitting out by the pool in okay. my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and it was these two white women and they had their little little speaker thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. And they was they all I hear is bust down, bust down, bust down, bust down. Bust <laughs> That's down, my down. shit. I was just I looked over these. What is that? Uh, the ace boogie with the hoodie. Yes. I was uh, like I've never heard of you. Yes, you have. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Heard it's heard it. called you heard it's it. called drowning. I, I would know if I heard it. Bust down, bust down, bust down, bust down. Yeah, bitch, I'm drowning. Yes, you have. Heard that shit before, man. That shit sounds like some nineties shit. No, it's dope. I love it. But in every song, it makes you want to smoke weed and just drive down. I'm not with that shit. I like it. Put on a little Bruno Mars and I'm good. I don't want that other shit. Okay, wait, 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 wait. He's lying like a motherfucker. Every time he get in the car, I'll put on my damn Raheem Devine station. He's like, where the trap music at? He want to. He want to hear Bruno Mars. Whatever. He want to hear about selling drugs and fucking bitches. Right. right. I only, don't every... you talk to me like that. I only listen to <laughs> Miguel and Bruno Mars. That's Lies. it. And maybe a little Jaheem every now and again. But I don't listen to that other but shit. But every song Jaheem. thereafter was adjacent mm. to that. Really? Yeah. Like every song they played. Were they dancing? No, they was just were they chilling. Young? They were my age. Really? You, yeah. Did you go kick it with them? Hell no. But they grew up like, on that shit. Like that Casey, when, Casey up in that front and shit. Casey, like, when, um, <laughs> when, uh, put, her, was, put her, her headphones back here. Well, no, uh. I saw, I mean, one of them had gotten into the pool and she was talking about some hip hop concert she went to and, and the black guys there. And I was just like, ugh. And I just couldn't be a part of that. So. But when You don't like well, interracial dating, do you? I, I think it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, it was. Still in all our good men. <laughs> no, but uh, it's Taking all the good black men. Man. Right. Be like, Casey, that nigga worked for UPS. Calm down. <laughs> hey, he that nigga's a package he, he just came he up. He's yeah. trying to get his bills paid. Right. <laughs> that nigga hate? trying to get an income tax check. Get right. out of here. But no, low key, like, it felt like they were kind of performing for me. That mm. happened. And I was just like, nah, girl. Like, but, I see, but see, but, but that's what I'm getting at, though, yeah, right? If, if, we, if we create the wave and, and we the Migos are part created the of wave the culture mm-hmm. you know then ultimately what's occurring is we need to be mindful or, or not even we but like everyone needs to be mindful of like how that whole process goes forward right like mm-hmm. that that hollywood can't just get to the point where they are hollywood can't get to the point where they don't understand the importance of acquiescing once again to mm-hmm. african-american culture you and know I, I think because it's not it's it's, it's not everything isn't going to be a a tyler perry movie right you know and so when they see that we can make big budget films like this mm-hmm. then you'll even start to see cooler movies because mm-hmm. that that would make it in, incredibly cool to see more hip-hop african-american more ur- urban culture influenced in these i, movies. I totally agree mm-hmm. as long as they don't cast 
Tyler Perry <laughs> Absolutely. in the movie. As, Absolutely. as like the male lead. Like. The male, or that dude from Black Lightning. <laughs> I like him. I don't like his that's, acting. That's Scooter from Living Single. I, you know what? I don't think he's that amazing of an actor. I think he's I doing okay. Black Lightning I think yet, he's though. doing okay on Black Lightning, mm-hmm. but I don't know if he can hold down like the big screen. I like the it, big screen, that's that's a different beast. It is a, a different beast. But what I think that so there's already obviously some woke warriors that are anti Black Panther because why the movie is you know stanley it's you know the white people are making the money off of this film like the oh repra- god there's, oh there's always going to be someone that criticizes oh, every everything. single time it's like, the woke, the woke warriors should they not make a movie then? apparently not should like, just, we just leave like, black people for, in the like, background right like, so first we want you know representation and like why don't they ever have no niggas in the movie because we're too divided like yeah i think yeah. just all across america white people divided black people divided Mexican people are divided. Yeah. You know, it's, Jennifer Aniston is divided. You oh, know, like okay. everybody's divided. <laughs> it's so like, can we all in. just get together? I just, I feel like it, low key, if you are not excited about this movie or you think that it, that people shouldn't go see it, just keep it to yourself. You know what? And I like, like that people dressed up for it too. I, I think, think it's cool. Was, I thought that I think was, it's cool. I said, man, yeah. Do if, they your can, thing. if they can wear a full Yoda uniform and go see Star Hello. Wars, we can put on some and you know dashikis I, and go see Black Panther. Yeah. Fuck y'all. You know, I, I sent Isaac the little clip from uh, Jake from Fox News, and, you know, he's actually a really nice guy. I, I, I bump into him a lot, but. He made a really good point. He said, "He says, listen. You watch said, Fox News? Uh, this is local Fox News. Oh, not, okay. not that other stuff. But <laughs> I love my local Fox News. <laughs> got team, it. Because that's where Tamron Hall started. Yes, okay, boo boo. She did. Okay. <laughs> I'm all about oh Fox News gosh. local. And Robin Robbins. And Robin Robbins. I love Robin Before Robinson. she retired. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, hey, local Fox News is legit. Oh, it's the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they don't get involved in that other stuff. Uh-huh. Right. But every now and again, you have, what's his name? Uh, uh, the the one guy he does the he's very fair like he doesn't agree with the people from the national Fox News I forget mm-hmm. what his name is but he's the journalist he's a beast mm. okay. like he calls that shit out oh wait a minute uh, Walter Jacobs no that, he been gone for a minute uh, it's like something minute. Haggerty or something like that I forget his name but okay Michael something with it, I don't know but he's legit but anyway he was he made a really good point about Black Panther he said you know what this is a movie everyone should go see. He's like, he absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, he's like, I'm gonna, he's like, can I criticize it? Yes. You know, you can criticize anything. Mm-hmm. But he's like, it's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, loved it. He's like, there are some things that were here and there, but he's like, abs-, he's like, but absolutely everyone should go see it. And he's like, sh- he's like, it's, it's, it's a movie that should be seen be- because it's important yeah. for everyone yeah. to see it. My mm-hmm. favorite thing is that Black Panther is the richest superhero in the Marvel universe. Like mm. he is mm. incredibly wealthy. Like to make the black man the most powerful is mm. dope to me. And 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 even, you know, and this and this isn't a spoiler, but but if you know anything about Black Panther and Wakanda, mm-hmm. uh they are technology uh, technologically right. incredibly advanced. Mm-hmm. And that in and of That's itself dope. is mm-hmm. dope mm-hmm. to just see the contrast mm-hmm. of that. You right. know, Remind so you of Elon nice. Musk, right? Because he's, he's the South kind African. Of shit, yeah, the, Get out of here. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I, I didn't know, know that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's the richest African on the planet now. <laughs> <laughs> How funny. How funny is and that? And he's sending bro? rockets in How space and landing them bitches. But it's funny Didn't because... Didn't he just send one from Chicago? 
Something just happened recently that he was involved. Are you sure? I think he just had a launch recently from Chicago. No. It's funny because All right. it, I'm I gonna, thought I'm going to Google that because I, I saw thought, something and they kept talking about Elon Musk and I know he's, he's launched, he he launched something. Some I didn't think but it was I'm, from I'm I know he's area. working on the, the train system. Like he's looking Is into that. Right. Okay. I'm going to have to Google that's this. That's what I thought about him watching Black Panther because of some of the train stuff that they had in that movie. Yeah. Like it's really advanced. It's dope. Mm. Anyway, Hello. Y'all ready, y'all ready to get into it? Oh, I thought mm-hmm. we just did it. Shut up. Oh, there's still a podcast? <laughs> Nigga, this ain't, this ain't the podcast? We're not doing we this. We've been going for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> y'all say this every time. We've been going for two hours. So I thought we just, were done it. They I'm, just started. Like, oh, we wrapping up. Like, y'all new to this. Oh my Brittany's God. like I gotta get home <laughs> and make pancakes <laughs> pancakes I can't eat pancakes Brittany is looking like a snack Ooh, I finally like a little, I finally like got a, to see my bae after uh, she been on this weight loss train she like no, I brought these no. I brought look 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 when we um, you know knowing that everybody was coming over I said well let me go ahead and just get a few snacks and you know some fruit but then I saw the Krispy Kremes. Now, here's the thing. I don't even like Krispy Kremes. Where did Kremes. you get those from? Them Jewel. are full of really? sugar. Jesus Christ. They are. I'm going to put they one in the microwave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to put it in front of Brittany. And, oh, man, because as soon as I walked in, she looked at him, and she just gave me this look like, really, nigga? I was like, no, uh-uh. I got this healthy mix for you right here. This, <laughs> she's like, I want that. Put this donut Blanded. in the microwave. <laughs> put it in the oven and put some cinnamon right. on it. And the killer part is, I, I've had, you know, when you, when you do some shit like trying to lose a ton of weight, you gain a ton of control, so mm-hmm. like you could mm-hmm. you could be around some shit that you're not supposed to eat, and you'll be teach fine. me your ways. Yeah. But I just could not believe that he didn't bought <laughs> dangled the shit some right damn in front of your face. watermelon <laughs> cantaloupe mm-hmm. and a box of fucking Krispy Kreme. So no, I get and some here trail mix and some trail. But this is and the then I got the champagne and the triscuits, triscuits, mimosas on deck. Triscuits with nothing, like nothing. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I got some cheese upstairs. Oh my god! But it just was like, dude, the the donuts really gonna just dangle. These I didn't. You know what? And, and, and I literally, I'm not even gonna lie. I bought them knowing, okay, Brittany can't handle this because this is this is this is bread. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying bread. to be mindful of this shit, like it's, right or it's dough pure, or whatever. It's and pure sugar, sugar. cane with sugar. It's weight. Right. <laughs> You're just taking it and slapping it on the little sides. Piece. <laughs> I'm gonna just put this on my damn. You can have a little piece. You can treat yourself. So don't I, yourself. I can treat myself not to that damn she can that trigger. Jerk, no, that no, jerk no. chicken man she said could, treat yourself. She could treat, treat herself to these mimosas. To these mimosas. That's, Hello. that's right. enough. That's it. All right, y'all. Let's get What's to it. What's the topic today? Hello everyone, this is Casey Alana and it's Brittany and we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist. I know we try. We are here with our special guest. First up, Mr. Omar Tromar Gang Gang Black Fact. Jones. Hell yeah. Slap your favorite podcast host. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Slap them. That's, that's, don't do that. Um, and Remember, I'm the Malcolm X of this series. That's not true. Uh, and then we <laughs> Say the Martins for someone else. <laughs> and then we are also here with our special guest, the know-it-all himself, the greatest host of all time, the 
very recent host of the Tequila Tales Live five-year anniversary, Ooh. Mr. Ooh. Isaac Paul. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. We're thank banging you. on this table. Just uh, it's a pleasure to be here, as always. <laughs> oh, shit, I got to play hey. the lottery. Hold on. Okay. Hey, no. I, <laughs> hey, I, where'd you hang up your tiny plaque? <laughs> uh, oh, shots fired. You know, uh, That's I, haven't, me. I haven't decided where, shots fired. but it's going to be somewhere down here next just, to the tiny elephant. Probably. No, just yeah, put it on your keychain. <laughs> yeah. All right, so just so y'all know, because this is an inside joke. So if you were not at the the five year anniversary here in Chicago, but and that's why I'm here with my I'm very excited. I'm here with my team. Um, we had our five year anniversary at the basement in River North, and it was an amazing event. And to to commemorate the five years and to surprise Isaac Paul, we presented him with a plaque. Now. Yep. I shopped for the plaque, right? So I could like get it engraved and do something nice. It was Casey's job. It was my one job to get the plaque. Hey, let me tell y'all something about this job. Okay, Casey calls me and says, you know, I was thinking we should get Ike something, you know, for the five-year anniversary. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And she's like, yeah, I was thinking like maybe a plaque or something and kind of present it to him. I'm like, Casey, I think he would really like that. Yeah. And she's like, okay, cool. I'm going to get the plaque. So not only was it her job, to find the plot. <laughs> this bitch gave the fucking idea. Yeah. Okay. It was my it. idea. And I go online and I find a plaque on like a personalization type <laughs> store. And I'm thinking, this is awesome. Like, first of all, I'm getting a deal, okay? Right. $13 for this plaque and I'm engraving this shit? Like, this oh is amazing. So I get it engraved. They're like guaranteed to get it there by this time. So I get the shit in the mail. I was like, why is this package so small? Like, what is this? And I open it and it's this tiny little... To, to you dig yeah and uh so you know she calls me back <laughs> she says um so i got the plaque and i'm like great and she's like yeah but it's kind of small as fuck like i should have known with the price that it was this this small i'm like oh my god casey i'm like i think Listen, that you'll like it either way the, the plaque gods uh did that on purpose because i was able to hide that shit the whole time because right. isaac picked me up from the airport <laughs> And he would have seen the shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. it worked out. I she just had in, oh, she, in a back pocket. I just put it in a pocket. I got a new wallet. Okay, cool. Right. But I think it's perfect for five years. When you yeah. get 10 years, you get a bigger one. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Omar. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Oh, no. It touched me. I had no idea where y'all was going with that shit. I was Aww. in the middle of some ratchet shit. And I was like, what? <laughs> What's happening? Right. Like, oh, oh, I'm giving, you know, shit. Yeah. And then you're going to do it in the front half. You know. So I wanted to do it before you got drunk. Oh, good point. And while that happens during the show why are you just putting that out there in the streets? I mean you like, can it is a cussing it's and a drinking a, show exactly and a traveling right. show a traveling and drinking because we travel because we right. travel so yes. uh, yeah, give us a curse that. word Brittany fuck there you go hello so the turn it boy. off now so the turn it off now if you're not ready yeah <laughs> Long story short, I also want to make Brittany sure. is a professional at cursing. Yes, oh, she, she is. is a connoisseur. I'll put up there with my mama. <laughs> oh, yeah. They both, yeah. They both are like, they Man. can go toe to toe with yes. the cussing yeah. if they wanted to. Yeah, like right. she. And make it sound regular. Right. You like, it's a nigga that like right. cuss and, and you, 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 you like, damn, that was a harsh You word, don't flinch at but it. But you don't You're flinch. in public and you don't flinch at it. And neither do the white people around her. they just like, oh, that's normal. Right. That's how she talks. You know who flinches? Casey, she's like motherfucking Teresa. Mm. Like, she'd be like, Brittany. <laughs> <Teresa. laughs> she'd be, 
Just wait. Just think about that. Right. Right. Think about that for a second. Because it's <laughs> Mother <laughs> Teresa, so she put fucking in between. She didn't even say motherfucking Mother Teresa. That's what we talk about. She's a professional actor. That was actually dope. She didn't say fucking Mother Teresa. She said motherfucking Teresa. That's actually. Gave her a new name. We need to we need to trademark that. No, hashtag that's actually amazing. <laughs> oh, and we got her her the, the blur out the mouth with motherfucking Tariq. I was I was already yeah. th- like a t-shirt. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm already on it. I'm already on it. That's a, that's a t-shirt. Right We're there. also an innovative podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're an innovative podcast. But no, we'll be out at public. Get you your know, shirts at in a restaurant, <laughs> and this she'll be like, "Oh, Brittany, there's children." I'm like, "They shouldn't be outside." Okay, that's, that's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. We had we. We were at a baseball game once, and I oh, think there yeah. were some kids sitting behind us. And she was on a motherfuck tangent, <laughs> and I'm like, "My God! Like, there's children right behind us." I said, "It's a school night; they shouldn't be out here." Oh my! You know God. what I say? I curse in front of kids too, and I've said these kids curse more than me. Yeah, they're just they not doing it in front of you, right? Yeah. Right, That's which is, is fine. But like, goodness, cra- or, or I'm reserved at, though. Ooh. I'm reserved. With Good me, with, with us and our friends, Brittany, she'll be telling a story. We're at the dinner table <laughs> in public. And she's got, because Brittany sometimes has a very soft voice. Some people are like, speak up when we be at the event. Okay. And she's talking and she's telling a story. And all of a sudden, this dick, and she gets super <laughs> loud. And we'd be like, Brittany, what the fuck? <laughs> She First likes to put a little emphasis on Right. That. She right. got to make it louder when she gets to the inappropriate Well, because I'm trying shit. to express this situation to the best that I can. So yeah. some some shit, you know, needs a inflection and so, voice. So let me, let's get into this. I first want to um, welcome all the new listeners. We've... Um, you know, constantly be getting in a lot of new listeners, which is really, really dope. Um, y'all been sharing it, so that's awesome. Um, and welcome back to all the the loyals who listen regularly. Uh, new listeners, I just want to apologize already because, like, a lot of this podcast has been, like, us talking about ourselves and each other. And they're like, who are these people? Well, get to know us because we're going to be your new best friends. Yeah. Um, but today what we're going to be talking about is... The recap of what went down at the event on Wednesday, um, our five-year anniversary, and Isaac is going to kind of lead us and oh, ask. Lead us in yeah, this? you're going to ask us some of the questions you asked the audience, and we'll give you our well before we even did take on that. Go into that, yeah. Um, because of the fact that you just said that we'll talk about, uh, or, or just off the strength of we had our five-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it would be a good idea if we just kind of gave a little bit of feedback about. Our ideas on the experience, you okay. know, I mean, we obviously led into this discussion with mm-hmm. someone that uh, took a little offense at the fact that you had to pay for a performance. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, yeah. We, we did. obviously handled that with an exceptional amount of class. Yeah. Well, as Omar said, uh, and the door. <laughs> is right over there. It's well, right up those stairs well, that you came down a moment ago. Well, I do want to make certain that we highlight more Oh. Uh, more of the positive than because that was literally like the only negative that happened oh, tonight. Oh, it was it, so so I, great. Well, it I don't even hard. think that was a negative. It wasn't personally, <laughs> like, was, and, and, and I really and don't. I, I really wanna, don't I wanna, because he wasn't it, supposed it, to be there. It is a you know he what? Wasn't here's, supposed here's what to I'm, be there. Here, here's what I'm going to say. You know, I, I, we don't have to discuss the negative, but here's here's the way you have to look at things. Don't look at it like you're supporting 
tequila tails. Right. Look at it like you enjoy the experience of the tequila exactly. tails. Mm-hmm. When you go shop at Nike, you don't say, I'm supporting Nike. Right. right. I'm, I'm supporting LeBron James. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like, I want to support this black man. Right. Like, let me go get his shoes. No, like, uh, if you are... enjoy the shit, you enjoy it. If you yeah. don't enjoy it, don't say don't your come. ass at home. Like, yeah. go do something else. Right. Right. If you like this shit, don't say you support it. Mm-hmm. And also keep in mind that there is a lot of work that goes into it. We do try to make it a really great experience. This particular one, we had um, a recording artist there. She was performing right. live mm-hmm. and singing uh, a cappella with her guitar. It was incredible. Misha, she her voice, her voice is so beautiful. Jesus it Christ, it, it just. It touches my soul. Yeah, we will. We will tag her in this podcast so you can look her up and, and follow and, her. Moves and you know what? And, and at the at the back end, mm-hmm. I will. Um, I'll play. Well, I will actually play the song. Mm-hmm. Well, the first song that she performed. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys because it it sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. this I'm telling you this on the audio. This yeah. performance, she's an ex- absolutely amazing performer. And yeah. I'm sorry you guys missed it. Like you know, check out she blew me away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like in person you know on a Her regular stage mic, a stage just My regular God. stage mic. she just blew it away and yeah. it's like yeah. I, I i was you know yeah i just was just beside myself i was like ready this to is pull your dick yeah. out okay see excuse me so somebody can <laughs> spit on it so i can get a girl to spit on it that is so much since they won't spit we, on miss banks we are talking about the beautiful misha and y'all talk about spitting on penis oh, that's because y'all like how this is, is we are. Brittany that man is, is always in the gutter always that is, that that's is, true that's that why i'm taking her to uh, reverend wright church this <laughs> tomorrow that's so i can get the devil out of her okay Okay, you so know. that that for me but, was a highlight of the show. Right, for sure. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, and I think hold up, everyone was so amazingly dressed. Yes. Like this crowd was really fine. beautiful. I don't care what y'all yeah. say. That they were people they was were, dressing. I was impressed. I was and aware. Isaac brought his A game too. He was in there dressed to the nine, received right. his award. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was ready. In, in black tie and shit. You know, <laughs> you know right. black tie. I think what stood out for me in this one, and we always get a lot of male participation. Man. It felt like the men came with to, some shit on their hearts. Out they did. Yes, you know what I mean? Did. And not even in a confrontational way, but I could see men saying shit. And I would look at the women and I was waiting to see like, oh, who going to And the women were just sitting there like, I could just hear them like, mm. Because mm-hmm. like, people them. weren't trying to be funny. Yeah. They were being grown and sexy. They were. They were. They were. They, they, were, like, were. they were bringing They were. Like, and that, and that, I wasn't, I'm not that trying to be different. funny. That was I'm different. just going to give you the real. Like, right. I'm going to give you the real. Yeah. Right. I'm going to give you the real. And like this was one of the most, man, I, in my personal opinion, this from a substance perspective, yeah. this was one of the most substantive tequila yeah, tales that we've ever had. Where like nobody grabbed the mic and was like, "Let me just try to rouse everybody up." Now right. people said shit that caused jeers and they mm-hmm. got applause and laughs, mm-hmm. but everybody was speaking from a space of authenticity. Sometimes exactly. a, people, a person to grab the mic and you know, dude, shut up! You just, just trying to piss women mm-hmm. off, or right. you just trying to get a man like somebody, like you said, they're they're performing or. That's not really who they are. Yeah. It felt like in that room, yeah. we were seeing people's real shit. Real shit. Yeah. And that's why they were trying to get chose, too. Oh, yeah. And it was happening on the back and end. And I said, man, they don't want me to grab this mic. <laughs> they don't want me to grab this mic. <laughs> 
<laughs> like this ain't what you really want. <laughs> this is that one. What you really want, 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 nigga? See, see, see. Hey yo, <laughs> dog, eat bitches, treat bitches, oh cocoa right. puff, sweet bitches. Oh that god. song was so bad, but I fucking loved it. Everybody I love that loved song. it. Oh my god, it was such. That's a when good song. Cisco was popping. And shit. He was. He was about two Kims. <laughs> right? No, it was three Kims. Three Kims. It was three Kims. I was hoping my name would be in there. He named that. all my ex girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what was also dope, and they're probably listening. We had a lot of like loyal podcast listeners. Who great, came out, which is so point. awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Brenda, oh, Brenda, Emily, Brittany. It was mm-hmm. it was a lot. Not this, not you, no, Brittany, not but uh, the other Brittany. Uh, but it was cool. She don't listen to this podcast. Right. This Brittany, Brittany don't, Brittany listen, don't listen to herself. Man, she, yes, yeah. But she'll comment under a YouTube video <laughs> of lasagna. But I even um, gave some information to people who didn't know we had a podcast. Mm. Like, and you know what? I that was all that I dropped. I meant to be more clear of that. It was just yeah. so much going on. And you, we had to end kind of like yes, abruptly, pre- prematurely, yeah. right? And that was the first. Yeah, it, was. it is. That was the first because yeah. everybody was like, "No, no. no. Yeah. What was that yeah. guy that you were talking to that you said he was trying to buy a loose square from you? What, what? was his name? <laughs> Stop it! Because he was Stop pissed it. off that it, it ended early <laughs> too. Brittany. No, what was but name? you know what? So great point, Brittany. Um, so so okay. So we we flipped up the format. We're always changing things. We're always trying to tweak. And so I always listen to advice, critique, whatever, and you try to figure out how to best manage it so that the next one can be better. I think we should throw out a survey. Mm. Oh, no, I think so, too. Okay. I think so, too. Of how they enjoyed it? Yeah, and ju- or just ideas, because sometimes ideas people will too, throw like, something Ideas, like, next out location, there. maybe. Oh, we already mm. got Type of location. event. Okay. Mm, well, you know. I know that what I got a couple times was the food thing like mm. they want they more food. they're more willing than, yeah. to purchase food mm. they're willing to eat mm. outside of the because the venue only offered like pizzas right. and they no were, they had other foods in there they were just people just being picky I looked at the goddamn menu no, no, no downstairs they only pizza. had pizza no there were other foods on the menu they had like some capris they had other shit I looked at the menu if you get them go, go get the menu there's three other items on there mm. people just looked at pizza Uh, (laughs) they have three other items because I I checked for myself hey hey what but I'm saying I think what would be dope is what we should do we should put a little vote out there because if we have people that are willing to come to Chicago what if we did like a weekend T3 experience okay and we plan out the whole thing to do what? What are we doing? What are we doing? We giving them a goddamn experience. Okay, what is the experience? He like he like I'm creating the shit as right, I'm right. Like we talking through. So imagine, imagine you, a room full of people, like, <laughs> three hundred per se. They asking you like you had the shit already diagrammed. Well, I'm thinking, uh, but I think when it warm 23rd, up, you think about it, it's gonna warm up soon. It's gonna be so yeah, many things going yeah. on in Chicago, and you just make that a part of your like a weekend. Experience. Yeah, like a little weekend. Okay, I'm not even going front. That's actually a dope ass idea. And in year five, Mm -hmm. it is about time that we that we add some different shit, and we don't have a T three weekend yet. So think about it. We could do a T three tour. We've done a tour, but we not that kind of tour. Way he's talking. I'm talking about like we get a bus Friday and we go around and we travel around the city doing different sexy shit. You know, like you do used to do for you. So he's thinking. He's thinking. He's thinking chosen few house picnic, right? Mm. Where it becomes this thing. It's an event. 
it's an event. Like and but not like our normal show, but like we're we're really taking so a Friday, Saturday, Sunday type of thing. Mm-hmm. We, we can totally do that shit. We'll like flesh without, it out. yeah, we'll flesh we'll that flesh out. We'll flesh that out. Yeah. So just just know that we can we've just throw just, a survey out there and see what people think. And let them tell us what right. if it what's the experience that they want. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? All right. No, no, no. I, we'll we'll flesh it out. It Brittany, just, not it everybody goes to the Sybaris every weekend with oh, roses oh and shit on the bed. So shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> but Andreana first. <laughs> so anyway, fuck this because we we are about to dig into the topic. You got that pillow. You got that pillow. Then you from the commercial, the pillow man. Oh my god. No. Joy, so that. you got for, the damn pillow. For those of you all that were not following us. Uh, the topic was called I Got Five on it, mm-hmm. right? You going to play the song? I you know what? It, it's probably playing right now. Because it's been in my head since you, since dude played it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, out of my head. It should be playing right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Hold it, hold it. I got with that in the weed. Right. Okay. I got so, five. obviously, you guys Bubbles. know why we called Let's it. Let's go I got five. <laughs> <laughs> You guys obviously know what we called it. Gay. I got five out on it. <laughs> yep. gay, uh, gay. It being our five year anniversary. So the the trick for me was how do we take the concept and develop it into an actual discussion? Mm-hmm. So this is actually what makes Tequila Tales dope is we don't just say, hey, uh, you know, who should pay for the first date? It's no. Let's go with the concept yeah. and then be creative and grow up from that. So Hold I'm on. going to. Uh-oh, I apologize. Go for it. Before you jump in. Yep. Um, the cool thing that I, I like about that is that it is very different from just the normal relationship conversation because that I think is something that can be done and is done pretty regularly and it can be a lot of fun. But um, we've had people like reach out to us and ask, like, I want to do this in my city or in the you know country I live in. How, you know, what advice do you have for me? And we can certainly provide some, you know, context. tips and yeah, some yeah. context to try to help. But just know a part of it is Isaac Paul's thought process about relationships, which is very different than just the standard, you know, dating tips and, you know, can men and women be friends? Although we have talked about that at length. Um, but just meaning that there, there's so much nuance. And um, so a part of it is how much can you think outside of the box? And I think mm. that that's kind of what separates us. So if you are trying to do something similar where you are or at home or even just with your friends, try to think of it outside of the box as much as you can. That's a good point. You know what? I'm just going to give you guys Isaac's number. Hold on one second. Okay. Also, can I mention... 312. I was just looking at this. Casey, your eyebrows are on fleek. Ooh! Are you getting them threaded? Are they threaded? or Not a chance. Let me tell you about my eyebrows. So, you should oh see goodness. these shits. They look... Here we go. It was almost like... This shit looks professional. Okay, so I don't know about a lot of other women, but at some point in my life, my eyebrows just stopped growing at a certain point. Like halfway in the middle of them shits, they just don't appear. And so I have to draw them in pretty much every day. And so I've, she's an artist. I've become a master. No, that shit look amazing. Thank I was you. like, I need to go get my shit threaded. <laughs> <laughs> a little bushy over here. So luckily, a, I don't have to pay to get them threaded every couple of weeks. But yeah, yeah. I got to draw them shits in. It's a, it's an art. I may draw mm. my shit in. You should. Yeah. You know, I'll draw them in. Let okay, me perfect. let me do. It. Okay, because done. You, yeah, you gonna fuck we it up. We can't have that nigga looking surprised <laughs> right. all the time. Like, why is this nigga always surprised? Like, is somebody standing behind me with a knife? <laughs> like, oh shit, what's wrong? Anytime you show up, they're like, what's wrong? Right, right. 
Uh, anyway, go so, ahead. Okay, I, I got five on it. Yep. So I'm going to read what the premise was. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So got a quote. Starts with a quote. I want to partake in the benefits of this experience. However, I don't care to bear the full burden of its ex- of its expense. I'll read that again. I want to partake in the benefits of this experience. However, I don't care to bear the full burden of its expense. So like the guy at the door who didn't want to pay $30? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so he's the type of dude that wants to go Dutch with his girl. Nope. I want to go out to this restaurant, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have to pay for the entire experience. So let's share it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it says, in today's world, many of the major paradigms have shifted. Just a few short years ago, size was everything. We literally used to try to outdo one another with our extravagance. Fast forward a few years, the state of the economy forces us to adopt a new way of life. Thrift is the new black. The world's largest companies are built on the concept of sharing. Sharing your ideas, sharing your car, and even sharing your house. Gone are the days of selfishly hoarding and stockpiling your assets to never be put to good use. How has this new economy influenced our lives as it relates to love and relationships? What adjustments must be made to accommodate to these new changing times? And does our overshared lifestyle change the view of what happily ever after looks like? Mm -hmm. And so the basic premise is when you say I got five on it, it's it's like, yo, we about to go smoke some weed. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to treat everybody. Mm-hmm. It's eight of us up in here. Sure. I, I got five on it. Right. Who else got something on it? Right. We all want to smoke some weed, but I'll go and get a dime sack on my own and be good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not providing me and Omar know about this shit because we got family. We got cousins. We got <laughs> boys where if we come in with the liquor, every, we know niggas. Niggas will come in and not, they will come to your party and not bring a bottle. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I or, wanted the experience but or, I didn't want to provide anything to the mix. Or they bring you know? the cheap shit that no one's going to drink, including themselves. Right. Or. Right. <laughs> kind of like what Omar told us with the Seagram's gin and shit. The, the, the gin tales where they got all that goddamn gin that time and shit. But they was going to the other parties drinking and drinking all the good shit. Right. <laughs> or. Like, we got you two gallons. <laughs> shit. They bring some shit it don't get touched and they take it home mm. right mm. nigga don't take your bottle home that's, no. that's tacky oh my God. that's tacky that's you know what you know what Brittany I wish I had a thought about that element mm-hmm. cause that would have been an interesting caveat right like of, of integrating that like yeah. when something doesn't get utilized and then you want to take it back so that so so the way I would have paralleled that concept to love and relationships is you are in a relationship you get someone something the relationship doesn't work out mm. and so back. then the person asks for it back. So this will actually lead me into a comment that was very interesting. Okay. And uh, he was the first comment that we had. And yeah, it was funny. He was retarded. And, and <laughs> you know what? Uh, we're going to do a recap with the comments later. We didn't have enough time to set it up, but I remember this guy's comment. So he goes, men come into relationships And during the courtship process, they're always making all the investments, but they never have any kind of security. So Mm -hmm. he's basically saying, what would happen if, for whatever reason, the relationship didn't work out, you were aware that you were going to be held responsible for half the investment that the man made. So if he spent all of this money on dates and you guys don't work out, 
you are responsible for repaying Reversing. him with half of the amount of his expenditures. <laughs> That's so crazy. hilarious. First comment well, of the night. I was like, like nigga, well, I, was, I wasn't even going there. It set the room but on this, fire. This is crazy. But then that happened. So, there was a guy that happened. That happened. He went on a date with a girl. And she never went out with him again, so he sent her an invoice. I heard about that. That was that was tacky as fuck. Yeah, that was. That Dude, was. I was standing at the bar. Do that take that. You hell. wouldn't reclaim your time. You wouldn't that reclaim hell. that my time. I was, I was standing at the bar when he said that shit, and the chick next to me was like, "Oh, oh, that's a small dick nigga right there." Oh my god, that nigga's single. Uh, There's no way that you gonna ask me for half of anything back if we don't work out. Mm. Like I'm like oh wow like <laughs> honestly the only thing you can get back years, <laughs> oh my god Omar been singing all freaking day I'm ready right the Who only ready? thing the only thing Who you can smoke? the only thing you can legally get back is an engagement ring mm. because from a legal perspective it's a it's a contract that you are engaged to be married if you don't get married it goes back to the would person you keep the married. ring. Me? Oh no, I get right. that shit. Now, and honestly, ring, I wouldn't want it. Wait, if you get divorced, yeah, if you, you, get, you get, I think you could keep it. But would you want to keep it? No. Would you I, keep it? But I, I would, would sell it, it and sell it. <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 I get my money. Motherfuckers ain't shit. No, we not. You keep it and sell it? Hell okay. yeah. If, if we get a divorce, fuck right. that shit. If I'm engaged, you want the truck too, don't you? Listen, if I'm engaged, I'm gonna keep the ring and the truck. Stupid. You got the dog and the dog. You had a rest of shit. If I'm engaged and it don't work out, you get your ring back. Yeah. But if I'm married, and you fuck. Especially if you fuck up. Right. You fuck up, bitch. That, but what if y'all just... Okay, okay. Shop. Let's say if y'all just s- decide to separate. Like the relationship ran its course. Mm-hmm. You guys not in love anymore. Then what? Okay, so it, it also has to do with how long you've been together. Like what? after 10 years, it would be really odd if the guy actually even wanted it back. Right. Like, Like, dude, you paid that ring off seven years ago but like, i mean but what would would you want it though i know and that's the thing that's why we said we sell it because i wouldn't want any would reminder you give him half of the money no no that's why you get to keep it then because, because i put in work mine. for this shit right i earned it it's mine it's mine it made this indentured tan line on my fucking finger about get shit. Get the fuck <laughs> but out. remember the y'all broke up like y'all just decided to break up it wasn't a bad breakup it wasn't it doesn't you mean, still feel that not, way it's not yes, in malice you felt out of love with me I'm not. No, either. y'all fell out of love with each other. Listen, Omar. I'm not. A I'm now. not. I'm not keeping it and <laughs> selling it out of malice. It just would be weird if the guy even wanted it. But back. I mean, Why? if you sell it, shouldn't he get half? No. Why not? We can give half of other shit. Like let's let's. But divvy. not the ring. Why you not the ring? Have the couch and sell it. That's Why not the ring though? Because what it, is it with this ring? You like the Lord of the Rings, dude? Eagle. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he can sell his Press, ring. Yes. He can sell his own ring. Come on, really, really. The wedding band yeah he can, he can <laughs> what are you gonna get 24 maybe <laughs> just give me a dub and a pack of batteries <laughs> double a <laughs> i gotta listen, take the batteries in the remote you have your ring i have mine my dude <laughs> so wait a minute you know what y'all ain't shit okay <laughs> we so, so we getting tattoo rings so <laughs> so question <laughs> you pay for your own removal yeah, yeah. Fuck so, all so here's my question um, so where we started at, even when the dude made that comment, because this is what provoked that comment. That's why I was like, okay, this is going to be a fun crowd because <laughs> this isn't what I was asking for. But I think just off everything I read, his mind started already moving. And that's what I love about Tequila, too, especially when you get the right crowd in the room. Yeah. 
you know, a conversation is dynamic. Mm -hmm. So my goal isn't to keep the leash on people too much. Mm -hmm. It's to kind of allow people. What do you call that when that happens? (laughs) Mm. Fifty Shades of Grey. No, like when when they start agreeing with each other. You use oh. Oh, it, it gets too kumbaya in this room. Oh, I let it know. I let it be known. If it gets too kumbaya in this room. But now here's what's dope, though. It, like in recent years and months, I no longer have to worry about always playing devil's advocate because yeah. the guys come in knowing, oh, okay. Oh, okay. We can we can speak for real, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know. Hey, and FYI, ladies, the guys was dressed to the nine. Yes, Man, they, they were. They was they looking they good. They came in there fresh. They, they had on the, the Carmen San Diego hats. Oh, stop! <laughs> you know they came in there with the big hats, Get your ass the out slick here. jackets. I said, "Damn, I guess I should have dressed up." No, Man, they they listen, was clean. Listen, they were they clean. clean. So, so first question that I did ask was, "Do you believe that there is such a thing as a man's role and a woman's role?" In 2018, so I'll, I'll pose this to the to the T three crew. Okay, what Do if they don't feel? identify with a gender? <laughs> does does mm. that question still apply? Shit, oh then I guess God. not. It, it, now, it would whatever you want. You don't right? <laughs> Shit, you out here making. Your we would own have world. to say their names, right? right. You know. uh, does this him, apply to Pam? They, her, he, <laughs> him did it. No, I okay. So I guess I'll be the first to jump into it. Get it, it. get it. Is there a, a male role and a female role, or a woman's role and a man's role in twenty eighteen? In twenty eighteen, this is a man's world. Okay, so as a woman who. Um, from a financial perspective, me and my partner don't necessarily have to uh, make the same amount of money because I do think at this point that uh, women are not only um, there is obviously still a pay gap and disparity and all that. But outside of that, outside of Monique, yeah, go ahead. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> women are are at a point where we are not only sometimes making more than the man, we're, we're working the same amount of hours, if not more. Mm. So I think that. As far as like the men or women being in the kitchen and taking care of the kids, that kind of stuff, still got to do that. I think right. I but I the I'm reason I, you stupid. The reason I think that that's outdated. <laughs> Why are you is, joking? No, the reason I think that is <laughs> out- getting out wants a man. Stop. It's outdated because. The reason that women did it to begin with is because men were the breadwinners and they were the only ones going to work back then. But now that we are and we're working just as much, if not, you know, harder in some instances, there's got to be more of a a work life balance for all parties involved. So I don't think that in those instances, it's as much of a male female role. I think for me personally, I want different things from a man. Like what? Um, I want emotional support more than anything. So you want a woman? Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. I a think that friend. no. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a, a certain, <laughs> there's a certain. I want my boyfriend to be my girlfriend. Is what I'm asking. No, there is. Can't you do one of the thick and both? Stop. No, no, no. My can question I, is. Can I finish my thought? Please, though? please. Was, there's a fi- there's a certain weird. kind of emotional support that I get from my girlfriends but from my um partner what i would be looking for is a different kind of support that i can only get from him like and i can tell you from personal experience the reason that i was able to move for my job had it not been for the support that i received from my partner there's no way i could have left so, and so a, a question for you and and it's did let's take a few steps back mm-hmm. do you think it's important for this partner or male or whatever in the beginning to treat you like a lady? Mm. 
like do you want to be treated like a lady? I always want to be treated like a lady. Like you think the guy but should pay the, on the first day. The definition of being treated like a lady and, is probably what's in question here. And and, and and that's what I'm asking. Like, should he open the doors, pull out yeah, the chair? Yeah, that's that's respect. <clears throat> you know what absolutely. I mean? Like and yes. you know, pay for dinner, walk you to the front door of your place. Oh. And you know, you know, follow up with you, schedule the date, plan a date. Some of that, yes. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Brittany. I see you want to get in there. Go ahead, honey. <laughs> what you got for me? Give it to me. Come on, sweetie. <laughs> Let's go, boo boo. So, um, my opinion on this is that I do think that there is like a man's role and a woman's role. Mm. I think that even in 2018, we still have a lot of things that as women, we expect men to do. What if he's 21 years old? Then he's not fucking me. Me neither. Girl, bye. You can have them kids. Okay. (laughs) So um, my thing is this. um, When it comes down to finances, because that's always a big thing. It breaks people up every day. It it really does, especially if you two are not on the same page. I think that um, money is one of those things where it's kind of relative in the sense of of what you prefer and what you expect. If you're a person that doesn't put big um, expectations on money, like if you're the woman who makes more than the man and it's not really a big deal for you, then it's not a big deal. If the guy makes more than you, if y'all make the same amount, and that's cool, then that's cool. For some people, that's a requirement where they're actually looking for a man to take care of them. And mm. so for that woman, where that's something though? that you that's something you should be able to sniff out pretty early because of just how the way the conversation flows and just what she's what she says to you and what she wants from you and and, and shit like that. So finances is out of this 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 role thing for me. To me, that's something extra. When it comes down to like a male's role. What I expect out of my man is to be that, a man. So I need you to, um, you know, like you mentioned. You want him to do the traditional. Traditional, traditional. You want him to play a traditional male role. I want him to be my role. I want to feel secure with him. What if, what if you makes, you make more money than him? Does this change the dynamic? No. He still has to do those things. He still has to do those things. I still have But do to you do. expect him to do more? No. Than those things if you make more. Let's say you're paying majority of the rent. Okay. Or the mortgage. Right. Do Me- you expect more out of him like from the as being a man? Like you should be doing more. No. Him- and that's a good question no, cuz you, you also got to think about that, right? Like because because okay, so the premise of your initial statement was that the reason that women were, or, or, or it may have been Casey, I'm not certain, but like um, the reason that women were doing the things that they were doing in the early stages is because men traditionally have been making more. So it made sense that you were supposed to be, you know, cooking and cleaning and doing everything else. And, and, and men men's responsibilities was relegated to other things because right. they were the primary provider. The moment that you become the primary provider, should the roles then flip? Because if I'm working 40 hours a week and you got some part time kind of borderline bullshit job right. and I say 40. But really, if you're winning, you're probably working 50, 60 hours. Right. Mm-hmm. I need to have my food made when I come home. Right. Right. OK. Do so- you then switch to that or are you like, no, as long as he's taking out trash and right. guard me from and you'll come home and make the dinner <laughs> right. exactly. so here's the deal let me just be clear 
Okay. Even if I'm making, and I'm, and I'm the breadwinner, and everybody always says, like, if you're paying majority of the rent or if you're paying the rent, um, just because I'm paying the rent, that does not mean that his money is not allocated as elsewhere and is not just as much contributed into the household as my money is. Maybe because I am making more money, I'll cover the bigger bills. But at the end of the day, you're still allocating what you make into the household. So you're putting just as much of a financial con- contribution to this as as I am. That's very well put. So I, I, like, the, I like what you did there. Here's the deal. There's never going to be a situation where I'm going to be like, well, I mean, unless I'm just like I fall into like millions and millions and millions of dollars. But holla at me. But he's he's going to always fight for it. I will fight fight for millions. I will kill somebody for millions. He's going to he's going to always work. It's not going to be a situation where I'm taking care of him, even when I'm making more money. And the reason I do other things, though, like should he be cooking? Should he be cleaning? Should he be doing these other chores around the house? Here's the problem. This is where I think people get lost. Like even with me working like because now I work like 50 hours. A week you know what I'm saying so even with me working 50 hours a week I'm still at work like I want to cook for him I want Aww. to do shit for him mm. so in being in a situation where the relationship is real that's the emotional the sex co- is good the that's sex, what you were talking about earlier yeah so sex if the sex is fell off if all of a sudden his yeah. sex wasn't as good he wasn't putting out and he dressed he wearing less these days well if he's if he's not <laughs> You bringing up a lot of different shit. More, right? so, He's going out more. He's going out more. He's getting these haircuts. And he's using wave grease and Here's shit the deal. in his hair. Here's the deal. Like, nigga, why you got waves? Here's the deal. He cooks too. So, mm. like, there's situations where if I'm tired because I'm in school and doing all kinds of shit and he wants working to cook for me, out. working, working out, he will cook for me. But there are majority of times where I'm like, babe, what you want to eat? I'll cook for you. You ready for a real I'm question? Tired. So, are your finances your finances or y'all finances all together? Finances. Yeah, y'all's finances. When you're living together and you're running a household, y'all finances is y'all finances. Okay. Because that money is coming and into that the household to make. But that explains your thought process behind your relationship. Like, you can't keep. You look at everything as 50-50. If you're living together and providing for a household, one home, one, one fucking house, one fucking comment bill, which is electricity for people who ain't here. Mm-hmm. Um, one gas bill and shit, motherfucker. What you, about the you water tell, bill? What about the water? If you tell me, fuck water. If you tell me, um, no, we drink bottled water. If I say, if I Boss. say, babe. Okay, so we gonna put this amount of money in this account so okay. that we can take care of the bills. And you tell me, nah, you just tell me what you want me to pay. I'm not putting my money in there. Um, I'm moving the fuck out because you selfish as fuck, and mm. I don't have time so for that. So you don't shit. have money, Brittany. You better have you some. You money. be having money. You got a stash, don't you? You got a little stash. Like Look at you. You froze up. You like, yeah, I got a stash. You ain't gonna say nothing because I think my man is listening. He might be listening. No, no, no. It's in a case with shoebox. It's in a case with shoebox. No, no. I feel like everybody should have a personal safe. And you got the getaway for a rainy day. For a rainy day. You got the getaway suitcase, don't you? Ray got it back just in case. I feel like everyone should have a personal savings, but when you go into a relationship with all of these fucking um, restrictions like this is my money this is mine this is mine this is mine mm-hmm. that shit's not gonna last and mm. you wasting my fucking time okay Hello. so, so, so listen uh, that is why Brittany is dropped, a fan favorite yeah uh, cause she just bossed up I'm, yeah she did okay so I'm, and I'm knowing a, all that was a lie but we gonna I keep did. it moving <laughs> now She's I'm standing, going y'all. to give you guys a little bit more of my notes than I was able to give the crowd so here's the deal 
inside of tequila does when i write my notes my notes are very dynamic and they go all over the place but when i'm inside the discussion i'm feeling the energy of the room and when i say i let the dog off the leash i do that because when it wants to navigate into a different area it seldom goes into a yard that i wasn't prepared for but if it goes into that yard i don't force people to stay on my path i'm like oh okay we're gonna talk about this great transition that's where we're going However, uh, I, I didn't get to touch on this in the um, during the discussion, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you guys just because I want to know how you all feel about this. So it says, OK, so so just so you all know the transition, um, I asked about the man's role, the woman's role, and the follow up questions were, if so, what do they look like? And what do you believe defines this, right? So that's kind of what we were discussing. What defines a man's role? What defines a woman's role? So that was going to, depending upon the commentary, it was going to lead to this. I'm kind of taking you guys inside the state of mind of how I develop these discussions, which I generally do on the day of, but that's some ratchet shit. Anyway, <laughs> recently, you told me you researched this shit for two weeks. You a, boy, I, I, was, you. I was I was supposed boy, to. That nigga ain't black busy, for nothing. But I got busy. But on the day of, I write five pages of notes. So just know I do this shit. Anyway. Recently in the news, superstar quarterback Tom Brady was under fire because of a video that was released. How many of you have heard of this? Well, we have. <laughs> in the video, Tom Brady was receiving a massage from his trainer and his son into the room. They exchanged a brief yet affectionate conversation. And before the son left the room, Tom signaled him over for a kiss. And when he did, the son planted a kiss right on his lips. Now, admittedly. For me, it felt a little long. <laughs> no. However, there was no tongue exchange, but the sight of that kiss drew the ire of many spectators, mm -hmm. right? And so the question that I was going to ask the crowd, I didn't do a thing because I didn't want to shift it when we were going somewhere else, mm -hmm. but I'll ask you guys, did you all see anything wrong with that sort of affection or the expression is that of why affection? he couldn't catch the ball <laughs> possibly because he was thinking about like they really think i'm touching my children well here's right, the, the, right. what's what you left out in that story is okay that go for it Casey. he 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 went over gave his dad a quick peck and then tom brady basically said that was kind of a weak kiss it was it was short come give me a real one like that's uh, not exactly what uh. he said but then he, he had his son come back over and they kissed for longer and and so because normally like my family me and my dad well and i'm also a girl but we kissed on the lips all the time it wasn't a big issue um i don't think he kissed my brother on the lips but that's i i don't really think anything of that i think it's kind of a cultural thing or a family thing like whatever people do in that moment it just it was very uncomfortable to watch really? i didn't i didn't give a shit about it like i yeah. think a lot of people kiss their kids like, i think so a too child. i think so too it just you know? was a little long. It ain't like he grabbed his dick like <laughs> okay Come say hello to your daddy. Well, <laughs> oh my a lot God. of boys kiss their father when they're kids. They do. I mean, if he was 18 and they did some shit, I'd be no, like, that's but, a little weird. But a lot of times it, it continues into And we talked about that, I think, with like adulthood. Lil Wayne. Didn't we? Like Lil Wayne. Yeah, and, and but they were trying. But Baby and Lil listen, Wayne aren't really father and son. And they were trying to mimic like the mobsters and how they conduct themselves. So it's, just, it's They do this. Mobsters kiss on the lips like that? A lot of times. Like Italian parents. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. 
They do. Uh, that's a new one for me, and I read a lot of mob books. I'm not saying mob dudes. I'm saying <laughs> yeah, a lot like of Ita- Italian parents do. Uh, they, wah, mama mia! But yeah. I thought it was be, just. I thought it, it was a child like that. It's but. just like people get overreact when they see, you know, someone in a in a bathtub with their child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They taking a bath together. Oh, oh I don't no, know. I agree. It was it's like, it was it's outrage. Like, come on, guys! Fake outrage. Like, no one. Let's let's peel back your childhood and let's see what kind of shit was going on in your household. Right, right, you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. everybody had some some shit. some, some sketchy that, shit. that was and like sketchy ass uncle. I should be a murderer right now <laughs> because of that, but thank the Lord for sending and, me down and this low path. key. Some of the whoopings that were happening in our oh they families, weren't called whoopings; they, they were beatings. They were beatings, nigga, and beatings. that shit is probably that came from that's slavery. Significantly <laughs> worse than kissing <laughs> yeah, your child in the what? mouth. Did that shit? Come? Whoa! Yeah, that, yeah, that shit came from slavery. Yeah. yeah, like beatings and shit, like Hell to yeah. control people. It was Wait a minute, you know what? Children. All right, I just feel really unwoke right now because I don't <laughs> think that I've ever drawn the correlation. No, no, no. The correlation between how African Americans a switch. That's all we knew. Yeah, the belt. One another Shit. versus wow, you know, and, yeah. and that makes me feel because my mother, she did it seldom because my mother was like Britney. Well, I don't know Britney whip, but but my mother was a cusser, mm-hmm. and so she would cuss us out, and we 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 had a natural fear of my mother. Like after we called one or two, me and Erica are really intelligent, so he was like, "Yeah, we don't want that shit again. We just gonna do good." Like you know, that's that's your hope that's as you a need. parent. Uh-huh. Let me let me lay this whooping on you or this beating, mm-hmm. so that you just do better moving forward. And so our better was we either gonna do good or we gonna get better at doing dirt. I right. got better at doing dirt. Erica started doing good. Yeah, and so it worked out right. But it, my mother used to say, "I, you know, I know I cuss sometimes and I raise my voice." But I do that so I can prevent myself from, from knocking your ass. fucking yeah. teeth out. That's what I'm saying. It was once it's again hard though, but the realest shit my mama said. Like, <laughs> yo, like I'm I'm doing this to let go of the energy so that it, I don't transmute it into Dude, another I'm area. Because it gets so, so much it, trouble. It was like, oh, okay, not cuss me, me out, mom. <laughs> right, and me, me. Sometimes I you understand w- that so much. I wanted the beating sometimes because you know I mean? seeing my mama cry. Yeah, or hurt. Yeah, other man, just give me a whoop. All I'm saying, man, I'm telling you, it's it's. I understand what she was going through because it's so hard not to put your hands on somebody <laughs> like, and it just it has to come out as yelling. Yeah, because that energy has to go somewhere. Right. Got to go somewhere because you're gonna end up in the police station. Yep. Like yep. if you yep. don't let it come out, and then yep. next thing you know, yep. you like Vin Rhymes. Like I tried to tell this little nigga <laughs> not to fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> and right, you don't want this right, smoke, right, you know what I mean? Right, it's just like right, ah, right. right. But anyway, not to get off, to, not to get off topic, but but go ahead. I I okay, what else you got for me? So <laughs> this is called life. Like it's like I'm being interviewed, right? Like so, I'm Jay Leno and shit. What this was for me? this is called life is too short. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this too segment. short. So Bitch. it says okay. there way too much. So you know, obviously, you got to set the crowd up. I said, so there's a very eloquent poet that goes by the name of Todd Anthony Shaw. And I asked the crowd how many were familiar with his work. Said, by show of hands, nobody was raising their hand. I was like, okay, we're bullshitting. I said, well, he generally writes under the pen name, Too Short, and he's penned some amazing prose. (laughs) He once said, you want flowers? I'll buy your ass a rose, but later on you're coming out of them pantyhose. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Which was very fitting for Valentine's Day. But I also let them know about how many amazing songs he's had, like Pimp the Hoe, 
choosing the invasion of the flat booty bitches and <laughs> oh my the award-winning blowjob Betty. So we, you know, after everybody realized, okay, nigga, look, okay, I get it. But here we go. Uh, I think that there was a little while ago that um, there was uh, some reporters that caught up with him outside of like a nightclub and they asked how he felt about the Me Too movement and he had some pretty interesting words to share and we've kind of broached it a little bit in the past but he basically said it was time for women to take control he said that men have been fucking up for a while he said no more for the casting couch he went on to even say that he felt that women should be allowed to take control in politics he said let them run the corporations he said that the best women actors need to get all the roles Mm. he said and if we all admit it women do it better that was his I know this is this is too even, short even though his, his favorite, favorite word, word is bitch, bitch. <laughs> right he's saying though that he even understands that like me he said men been fucking up for a while if you look at throughout history we've been getting it wrong for so long mm-hmm. let's let women do it right and so to begin this segment i asked the crowd how do you all feel about that statement do you see anything inherently wrong with the statement that women do it better um no, because it's 100% accurate. I don't have any quarrels at all with the <laughs> statement. Um, I feel like... It's like I plead the fifth. I plead, I plead the, fifth. the fifth. You know, I, I, I just kind of feel like, um, you know, the Me Too thing is real. Because you've had a lot of women who've had to deal with different shit and be put in different situations that are 1,000% unfair. And for a lot of women, some women don't never move past that moment. It's, it's really life-changing for them. Um, for me, it's kind of one of these things where, you know, like um, hip-hop has played a big role in that because entertainment and the media and, and all of that want to go back to, okay, well, you know, we support that, though. We support the down-talking of women and, you know, degrading of women and, you know, dragging women through the mud because... You know, that's what hip hop is. We're bitches and hoes and all of that. I don't know why I don't agree. I mean, I know why I don't agree with that because it's like I'm a big fan of that music. You know what I mean? And I support it a thousand percent. But I don't consider myself a bitch and a hoe. So like when I'm repeating the lyrics and shit, I ain't talking about me. I'm not offended. You not talking at about all. them bitches and them I'm hoes. I'm talking about them like, bitches, man, and hoes. bitches and hoes the same way as pimps out here. I exactly. might not be a pimp. I mean, I just don't understand why we're acting like every woman is angelic. Just like no, not every man is a man. You mm. know what I'm saying? So it's the same fucking thing. You got bad apples in every fucking bunch. So I don't get offended by the music. You know what I'm saying? I don't get offended by, you know, general ass statements because I don't take them personal. Well, I think. What about that country song, Stand, You Son of a Bitch? You get offended by that one? Oh, I think oh, that shit. the was that a song? Okay. He just made that up. I'm pretty that sure. Was a country song. Was it for real? Omar, but the the I think the issue with that argument is that um, a lot of people feel like when they make those sort of comments about bitches and hoes that they've sort of grouped all women together and. Mm-hmm. That sort of because honestly, I, I listened to this comedian who once said like 
if I want to be a a rapper because they can just they can say whatever the fuck they want behind a catchy beat they low key can say whatever the fuck they want and women will dance around to that shit no matter if he's saying you know bitches and pussy and like all that shit it doesn't matter what he's saying if the beat is catchy they will dance to it and so I think the issue though is that it is sort of penetrated the psyche of a generation and and i'm not saying i don't nigga i twerk to a lot of shit that i shouldn't be twerking to i mean not not she well right it doesn't happen it doesn't it doesn't look you ever good seen that little <laughs> gif with the like the little thing that you move in the back the little chick yeah, that you move girl from bob's <laughs> burgers <laughs> is that what that is? i think she's from bob's burgers yeah that's me no that's not twerking so okay so so here's i'm sorry sweetie i don't know no it's fine i just why are you saying, sweetie? Like, you demeaning her. Like, oh, wow, I sure did. That was a Me Too moment. Time's up, Isaac. Time's up. Time's up. Time's up. I am in the Amazon. Okay. Time's up. But, but, um, so. Can you not say sweetie? I didn't go. Right, because Obama said it and he got under fire for that. Um, sweetie. Where I was going with that, and no one bought on, no one bid on that. They bid on the next statement, but off of what you, you guys just said. The reason that I think I even wrote that was I remember Bill Maher used to always say that if a woman stood up in front of a room full of people and she made the statement, you know, women are smarter than men. She would catch applause from everyone. Right. Like she wouldn't catch much pushback. But if you had a man that stood up in a room full of people and said men are smarter than women. You would catch a lot of pushback from that because it's no longer acceptable to have these kind of over, you know, arching statements that are trying to like you just said, grouping everyone into um, one thing to say, oh, well, naturally all women are smarter than all men. Right. So when we say women do it better, I just wanted to see what was the pulse of the room if anyone caught that it's wrong to say that anyone to say that white people are more intelligent than black people to say that Asians are better than at technology, regardless of whether or not as you know, unilaterally they may be more advanced as a whole than another gender. You can't say that someone is predisposed to being sharper or being better or being more athletic or, you know, black men are better at, at athletics. Like, like, just I, I was trying to Is see if anyone would catch, but but I was just trying to see if but anyone I'm would catch. But I'm asking a question: Are black people more some, athletic? There's some genetic advantage. I mean, because they breeded the slaves, right? They breeded the biggest and the best slaves. I mean, if if, if we're going off of the numbers, then yes, the numbers are saying I'm that, just that, that we you are did stronger. not have to answer that question. I, I didn't. But 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 I w- I wanted to AC what was <laughs> the post of the room the if anyone caught that, right? A like if anyone a caught a ripping and a tearing. Stop it. A ripping and a so tearing. so when women was like and no one was like, no, nah, I don't see anything wrong with that, this was the follow up. Inside that statement, he went on to share that one way to resolve much of what has been happening inside the Me Too movement or or that led to the Me Too movement is that men need to kick back. They need to not try anymore and let women do the approaching now. He said that the art of men trying to fuck is over. So 
I wanted to know how do women feel about that? Like, do you See, believe or do you agree that women being more proactive will lead to a more cohesive courtship? I think that's the sin of <laughs> because that sex doll, sex dolls coming out and they look like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> so they're like, women need to start approaching. And if they're on approach, they're like, well, I got me a sex doll. You got this Kim Kardashian sex doll. Um, like they Gucci. They'll need you. Yeah, no, I, I get where he's coming from, but I also think it's... When you ain't got a thought, you got a robot. <laughs> uh, I also think that it's a a partial cop out and like men are um if they take that stance they are uh for lack of a better term being a pussy about the shit because i feel like if mm. it's like um oh you know it's all this me too shit going on you know the best thing we should just do is just let the women choose okay it sounds good but it also sounds like you because honestly the men that i know and i understand that it's it's nuanced and it's a lot of different gray areas for all this shit but most of the men that i know that are respectful to women have never been accused of sexual harassment so find a way we also aren't rich though True. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold that thought, though, because I'm because gonna, that I, no, story no, no, no. Could, hold could, on. Hold on. Very well. I'm going to come back be to a that. regular. Person. Hold on. I'm going to come back to that. Um, but I think that the courtship process and the approaching women process, if you're respectful to women, it can be done. It's been done for several years. I've been approached several times in a respectful way. And in it's not an issue, but the reason that this has become such a huge movement and it's because celebrities are being called out. It doesn't mean that in the workplace, HR is not full of sexual harassment claims. We just don't hear about that shit, but it happens all the time everywhere that we go. And here's the challenge with that. I think it's hard to flip it that way because most of the women that are speaking out are being hit on by guys. They don't want hitting on them. You know what I mean? It's if a difference if it, this guy was fine as hell. It's not and this just is the girl that, being hit on. You know, well, what, you know, that's a part of it. I right, won't take away from yeah, that. But. You know what I mean? But if if it was just if it was if it went if it went that way, what if the guy was getting hit on by girls that he doesn't want to talk to, or a girl's making sexual advances to him and he has no interest in? Then just it's good. You're gonna have the same situation. No. And what if she's your boss? And she's like, you're going to get this monkey. Okay. And she monkey. pull it out on you. <laughs> like, get down there and fix it. We can't pull it out the same way. You know what I mean. She pull a hike up the skirt and say, go on, get down there and fix it. Listen, if you want to keep your job. When you got you locked get down there and eat inside the of your office to lock the door from the inside, my nigga, you're a creep, Matt Lauer. Like, yeah, that's, like I'm just saying, like, it can go both ways. Either I know. Way and goes. I understand, too, and like it, the argument that if it was a guy that we liked, we probably would be more open to the way he right, approaches because i'll tell you this, i agree with that because I i've, I've that. spoken to a lot of older women about this and they say they like being flirted with mm -hmm. you know but they like being flirted with by certain guys true not every guy but at the same and they time, actually don't want no guy just whipping it out no nobody <laughs> wants that shit and but, i keep telling isaac to stop doing that <laughs> but, <laughs> but there it works are, sometimes right there are <laughs> He's like uh, you gonna spit on it it works <laughs> 
Just call it Azalea Banks, baby. Mm. I have I have been Come I, over here and spit on me, sweetie. Oh my god. Um I've been hit on men that I found attractive and wanted them to keep pursuing me. Mm. And then there was a point where they did something or said something that was extra creepy or inappropriate and I no longer wanted it. And I made that clear. So it's not just, oh, you know, if he's attractive, he can say and do whatever whatever the fuck no, he wants. That's wait, not wait, true. Wait. Okay, so so that's interesting that you say that because that actually leads into one of the uh, conversation points that, that I did ask. And I wanted to know, as it related to the ladies, if you considered over-caution to be a turn-off or a sign of respect. Because now, now, and think about that, because I know both of you guys are very progressive, mm-hmm. um, but think about what the seduction process is. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when they... Um, 48 Laws of Power, there was a follow-up book, 48 Laws of Seduction, Mm -hmm. you know, and one of the laws was that a woman can, or or inside the seduction process, not just a woman, but the person that's being seduced can never be aware of the seduction. Like, you have to make the decisions because the moment that you try to engage their intellect and the moment that you give them choice... It ruins that seduction process. So if it's like, can I do this or is it okay if I do that? Then all of a sudden it's like, nah, nigga, just take it. Like I'm giving you all the signs. Come up in here and get it. You know what I mean? And And I've told Casey and and because we got into this conversation in the past and I told her, I was like, yo, I can I can literally catalog how many situations in the past where I knew I lost out on the moment because I was being too cautious you know cautious and cerebral and trying to engage them and it was like and i've even had chicks tell me like nigga like you was just supposed to do this and i'm like fuck i'm i'm losing as a man as a quote-unquote man trying to be safe or right do you want the same thing and and i think that that's what i struggle with because i'm I'm probably gonna Say something else that people just don't want to Uh-oh, fucking hear. Because you said some other stuff that people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's real. It's kind of like that unspoken shit, and I just don't know. Like you know, at what point in life did we get to a point where we felt like just the n- natural things that we do as people? Now, mind you, like we have this hunting perspective to all of us. Mm-hmm. Women have it. Men have it. Mm-hmm. Not that we prey on each other, but when we see smell (laughs) shit that we like we want it Mm -hmm. it's like an appetite right so you attempt to go for it and just like mentioning the seduction shit to be seduced is to not know that you're being seduced Mm -hmm. the reason seducing works is because then when you realize that you're into that person you're like god damn why am i so fucking turned on right now (laughs) jesus and then they pull it out what happened okay slow down (laughs) but i think (laughs) you're getting you're getting the signs along the way that this shit is okay to do I'm letting you know by like, oh, we're talking, how close I'm sitting away from you. You feel the energy. You You know what I'm saying? We laugh. Your body is calling me. Shut up. We laugh. I grab your arm. You been singing all day. I mean, for real. We laugh. I grab your arm. Like, oh, that's so funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you do stuff to let the other person know that you're interested in them in that moment. Mm -hmm. You know, I always felt like sexual harassment was from someone who was very clear or someone who gave you the the fucking like 
energy like I don't want this. Like I'm not interested. This is not that makes them go what, harder. Huh? What I'm interested in, and for people who feel like I need to go harder, when you're clearly saying to me or giving me the, it, you know, I, I got a question: Is, is no. sending a dick pic sexual harassment? Like, yo, I, I, I led. Can we keep the dick pic classy? You know what I'm saying? Can we Is make that it classy again? If, it's a, if you didn't ask for it, yo, like, yo, okay, you know what, what? Pauls? Let's go ahead and talk about that for a second, <laughs> right? Because we joke about it, and it's something that needs to be discussed, right? Because the unsolicited dick pic gets on people's nerves, but we're not going to pretend like the dick pic does not have value well, inside the market. There's a billion dollar company because of it. <laughs> well, if we go keep it real, everybody loves their started. little cute filters. Yeah, but, but we nigga, know why this it was started. a creeper app. I'm yeah. a, I'm a, that had a purpose. I'm a, I'm a just fuck out of here. I still enjoy my dick pics. Come on now. Come but on. This is so Come funny. On now. My I am bathroom, dying my washroom, dick pic. Mm-hmm. And this is from my guy, not from some creep off right, Facebook right, who decided right, they wouldn't just right. send me a dick You send me a dick pic on Facebook, I'm roasting your little penis. And you, I'm and, going and you to fuck to, in and, you need and to. I'm posting it. And because So now, wait a minute, you're 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 good with that. But what see, if let's be honest, I feel like the dick pic would have prevented the Aziz Ansari situation because he would have known off top from her response where then I remember one time I'm talking to Omar man I'm gonna tell you something ignorant he said I can't say no names but we were talking and I said something about you know uh, said the dick pics and whatever and Omar goes yeah man he said but I, I can't remember what we were talking about but we were talking about you know a friend of ours and he goes yeah, man, but sometimes, man, this motherfucker, man, his feet be stinking and shit. What? <laughs> right? So it made me laugh because then I started thinking, how many times have dudes been close to ass? And Casey just talked about this, and they said something Eating wrong, mm-hmm. and you're just like, it dried up. So I want to ask the ladies, let's say you're with a dude, y'all getting hot and heavy, he takes off his shoes, and his feet is stinking. Like it, it starts lighting up the room. You still giving him head? Now he look like Michael B. Jordan, but his feet stinking. You giving him head? Are you giving how, Michael B. Jordan? Would you head? let him eat the box? How, wait, how long have we been seeing each other? Man, maybe a few. This is the first time like y'all, two have, y'all get that close. Two, hey. two, three Not weeks. Oh. But but he he's taking you out on a few dates, mm-hmm. and you've already said, "Oh, I'm gonna give him some." Mm-hmm. But. He took off his shoes and his feet was stinking. Are you then judging him like, okay, if your feet's stinking, my nigga, then we're that not, we're that. not um, doing shit. No, I'm, doing shit? I'm totally no. doing it. Um, I, oh, but you're it, doing it. Oh, I'm <laughs> d- <laughs> for sure. I told y'all about Michael B. Jordan. Yes. It's not fucking yes. I got She's like, she's going to put some powder on this. Right, like, bro. <laughs> and let's but, get it. Hey, <laughs> but see, hold up. But, she come out with the dish towel. Like, that's not for your dick, yes, nigga. That's yes. for your feet. And that's the difference between me and... Uh, other women like I find it funny so I would just tell him oh bro like we gotta do something about that shit before I before uh, I give you this cause you're a realist so you wouldn't, you wouldn't automatically realist. assume if your feet stink and your balls smell like death no I wouldn't assume cause that. that's why I'm that's why I'm asking that like is 
like have you, know, you ever from a girl Alabama? Like, you like, oh, it smells like death, and that's, <laughs> and you're and that's like, what oh, I'm getting Jesus. at, and that's what I'm getting at. Jesus. Like, we look for these signals where yeah. when, when we start smelling things, we're like, okay, wait a we minute, hold on, caution, caution, yeah. caution. No. right? Um, I'm like, bad. oh, we Russian. Now, if he pulls his pants down, they smell bad. Then that's a different conversation. Listen, I really want to do this, but I think we're Russian. We need to slow down. So look, let's think about this decision we're going to make for the Lord Jesus Christ. Our savior. I got a confession to make. Wait a minute, motherfucking Teresa. <laughs> Be- before she's like, I love stinky oh, feet. No, um, you suck toes. I don't suck. Toes. You got a foot fetish. Can y'all let her just tell no. us. No, tell us. Tell us now. Okay, in relation to the um, Aziz and Sorry situation, so I've had a um, get head and get up and leave mm. situation as, as probably 80% other women and shit but yeah. no like I excited the situation got mm. the head then start feeling bad and said I can't do it mm-hmm. <laughs> cause you climaxed oh wait you got it no. from him yeah and then so okay so I excited the situation what right? do you mean you excited it meaning I gave the cues that it was okay to continue uh-huh. okay Um, he started with that and then halfway through it, I was like, damn, I'm bogus. Mm. And so then I was like, Were you yeah, enjoying so I got to go. Because somebody screamed at I was like, yeah, he just wasn't giving good head. And I'm like, no, it was, was actually, I honestly have to say that I wasn't even really there, like mentally. Mm. Like, I just kind of was like. You had second thoughts. Yeah. And I just was like, damn, this is fucked up. So then, like, I stopped him and was like, yeah, okay, I'm my bad, you know. And he was great, you know. He was like, all right. Mm-hmm. And then that was that. So okay, and I'll say this. He's like, let me get Why you was, an Uber. Wait a minute. What? Before you continue, <laughs> Brittany, I feel I'm get you like, the pool. I, were you? So you say, can think about this. Were you saying that as a confession because you feel like you've been in a similar situation as the girl who was talking about Aziz, and now you feel like you can identify with her, or that you just had this experience and you want to share it? No, um, a confession as far as like um, a similar situation where maybe you might have um, allowed something to start, mm-hmm. but then you get second thoughts you about get second it, thoughts. right? And then so, you yeah, want to like end. The so and, yeah, to and end no it. means no. When you say no, right. that's the right. end of it. Now, and so, now, now, but now, I'm gonna tell you, a bitch, do that, do that to me. I'm gonna knock a motherfucking teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But Brittany did um now well, if not until you suck me first, <laughs> then I leave. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> um before you now if he kept pushing, even if it wasn't like rape, if he was like, Girl, just just give me some head or you know, let me good. give you a little push it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let me My just bad. give you like a back massage or something. Like w- wouldn't that Because you know what the back be frustrating to you because i think that was her issue like I, i'm saying i don't want to do this anymore and you keep pushing i thought we understood that this was done right well i mean i was pretty clear when i stopped it wasn't mm. like you know it was oh, a i don't stop. think Listen, so when when she I says like, that's it that's it you gotta stop you I can't was, keep going it was kind of like in the middle and i was like mm. all right my bad you i gotta tell go you what this girl told me one time <laughs> i gotta go i can't do this this girl told me this she was german she could barely German. speak English. Damn. She said, and we were getting ready to get, we were getting hot and heavy. And I, you know, I'm naked. We naked. She says, wait a minute. We can't do this. I said, why not? She said, what if I meet a guy tomorrow and I want to do it with him? What? I said, bitch, it's tonight. You're doing it with me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, tomorrow. <laughs> 
and you we might got it die in. right now. <laughs> I'm like, and we got it in. But I was so shocked by her Why would you say I just that? thought she would say, like, no, I'm not that kind of girl. Right. She said, but what if I meet someone tomorrow and I like him? I'm like, bitch, it's today and you like girl, me. Girl, do whatever you want tomorrow. That ain't my business. <laughs> I don't I won't, I'm I not going to call you back. I'm not calling you back after this anyway. You know. So, so. But it was it was hilarious to me. And I'm gonna, but 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 off of what you just said, Brittany, you know, and I'm I'm gonna be very, um, you know, mindful to kind of share some of the details. But you know, one of the awesome things about uh, just our platform and where we've been growing, and the fact that we've been touching so many different cities uh, and countries, you know, across the world, is that you 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 get people that will reach out to us and let us know how much they appreciate our commentary, our chemistry, but then also the content of what we're sharing. And so um, a young lady reached out to us of probably about a week or two ago off of our last episode. And she was sharing a situation because we did address the Aziz circumstance. And it was very unique to, to read the message and, I won't go through all the specifics because I haven't reached out to her to even just get permission. Like, do you mind if I share the situation? Because when you read it verbatim, it really was kind of touching. And it, and it, and it made me not only look at, well, I totally looked at her situation one way, but it even made right. me look at the Aziz situation a little differently. And basically what she was sharing was that she had a close friend from high school you know, and, and they were really, you know, cool. They had lost touch for a while. They reconnected several years later um, and became close again. And, you know, a lot of kicking it, a lot of friend zone type activity. But clearly the guy was building up to shoot his shot. Mm-hmm. And when he finally got into a position where he was able to, um, to kind of make his move, I think the the young lady, while totally good intention, may have been unknowingly misread some signals and she probably felt like she was a little naive after the fact um and she kind of starts kind of recounting the way that it went down and as she's sharing this happened this happened as i'm reading it i'm like oh yeah he was setting it up he was setting it up he was setting it up and and he probably thought that he had her admission the entire way like oh we're both you know, um, walking down this road and cohesively, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then she explains when it actually jumps off and she shares how she froze. She froze in the situation, but then she also shared that she was crying. And there was something about that. Now, what was unique, because I shared a similar situation during the Tequila Tales, and it caught me off guard how many, and, and keep in mind, she's, wasn't an American. She was she was black, but she wasn't an American. So then you got this cultural thing because, and it's funny because we kind of broached it a little bit earlier. We were talking about Black Panther and the whole nine. Black women in America got are 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 a different ilk sometimes than just black women in general. All still the same, but there's there's certain things that we've dealt with, certain struggles and pains where you got to kind of be accustomed to. Oh, we got to fight. You know, and when she was sharing certain things and I really put myself in her state of mind and I was just like, yo, this is I I wanted to have the conversation with the room to more or less say, what are some of the uh, the the signals or how responsible should men be as it relates to that 
to that moment. You know what I mean? Because we, we, we talked about it, that we want certain things to go unspoken, but if she's crying... You know, she's probably giving you signal. that should be a fucking signal. But and yeah. I wanted to make that known if she's listening. I wanted her to know You're one, you didn't do anything wrong, first off. But 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 two, you know, even but, her energy, though, like if yeah. her energy is like she went if she's stiff, you should know, like, OK, this isn't OK. This isn't OK. Because yeah. I was just going to say, like, because like sometimes a, a, a uh, men, men are yeah. are kind of looking over you when they're on top of you and so their face isn't in your face so he may right. not have known I'm not I'm not giving I'm not giving him a pass by right. any stretch but but no, one gets, no, pass. no one gets a pass no one gets a she's pass she's stiff and she's weeping like yeah like that should have been she didn't say she was weeping now I don't know about y'all sex mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I know <laughs> any sex that I consensually have I'm participating. You grabbing, you touching, you feeling. I'm talking shit. Like, I'm all in it. You know what I'm saying? Now, from the guy's perspective, real quick, have you ever had a either lazy fuck or a stiff fuck? I have. And 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 so now the woman wasn't crying, <laughs> right? Like, that's a different thing. She wasn't crying, right? But oh. I've had I've had great sex and I've had sex where I'm like, man, you just laid there. Now also oh keep my a button. lazy sex. I don't put everything on, on my level because I'm also vocal mm-hmm. I, like if I'm into it I'm talking shit right so I'm I'm looking right. for verbal cues she was responding you there, you she was there responding but she just wasn't was she yeah, smoking she was a like, cigarette while you were doing it she was like it? smack you know. me daddy no he uh, Isaac <laughs> Isaac be talking about if it's too kumbaya in this room <laughs> <laughs> I will play devil's advocate on that ass you know I was right. like, she was on the phone with her friend <laughs> right so. right you know so so <laughs> and 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 even when you know and, and and to to the way that she explained the story and I give her ultimate credit because she she never castigated this guy she yeah. didn't say it was assault she didn't say that it was rape although it was and and in many cases it was rape well mm-hmm. but see that's where I'm that, like okay, no here's no, no, my no deal. Here's she, my deal. she said no she said no Did she, oh, oh yeah, yeah. She, she, said said no she, said no? she said no twice she said no I don't okay. want to do this okay and he then kept that, going then that's yeah. rape. and then it's like then that's she didn't say then like here's my thing about like sex like. You know it's consensual if you talking and she's coming up out our clothes. Like, she's helping you take the shit out. Like, mm-hmm. she's laying there, like, and, and to get her to lay there. she's pushing your hands back right. And I'm going to tell you, you, you don't right. want some sex that people don't want to give it to you. You, you right. want them to give, you want them to be just involved yes. in this activity. Right. I, don't, I, don't I, say, I don't want obligatory head. Yeah, no. like, you don't want, don't, don't go down. Anything other than that, that to me is rapey. That's rapey. It's rapey culture. It is. And you want them, because I'm going to tell you something about me. I don't like to be on top. <laughs> you a lazy So there's fuck. always, oh, I'm <laughs> lazy. Hey, no, Brittany started <laughs> that shit out. Said, no, this nigga is no. brilliant, but he's lazy. lazy. I'm not moving. Fuck. I'm the you girl. Watch I'm going to lay there. You he a pillow Netflix. princess. I'm just going. He watching Netflix while <laughs> she riding. I'm like, yeah, girl, keep getting it. Keep Get getting after it. it. Wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Oh, shit. Is Tyrion really doing it? Oh, wait a minute. Keep no, going. No. Keep Omar going. Omar is a pillow princess. We call that a, a pillow princess. Yeah, like, I don't, I'm just going to lay there. So I can't rest. You, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, because yeah, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. So you know there has to be some consent there. You know you yeah. can't just be like fuck it. I'm gonna go on take it and just <laughs> like and, you, and you used to prison booty and, and, and so, shit. And yeah. that's what. That's well, wait though. That's what I wanted to mention before, but we got um, onto something else. Um, it's kind of fucking everything up because I'm I'm the type of woman that I enjoy 
being like um, seduced, seduced like a you know like a, like from whoever I'm interested in. Like I want you to work for this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm looking for you to be slightly aggressive. Like I'm looking for you to be mm-hmm. um, sure in what you want, like confident in what you what you want from me. Mm-hmm. Like and and say it. You know what I'm saying? So that type of shit is what kind of turns me on. That whole passive aggressive where I got to be like, oh, it's okay. You can touch me. No, mm-hmm. nigga. Like so I got to go. That's a good. That, okay, so that's you want to be manhandled. But, but, I don't want to be manhandled. Okay, so let me. Let me let me go into that just a little bit more though like but i don't want to make the decision for you i I feel like i feel like you do but i'm i want to hear you articulate it like do you feel like you either give the signals or that you provide at least an atmosphere that that because okay because i feel like just with you being vocal you might be the person that either isn't afraid of initiating or at the very least laying out a trail of bread crumbs because because what I'm concerned with is that you get people that are like, I don't want to take any initiative, but I also want everyone to come at me, but I also want them to know no means no and or not even just no means no. But if I'm giving you nonverbal cues to get away, like you're looking for a, a little pony. You're looking for a pony unicorn that just shows up, knows, oh, I'm your exact body type, complexion, amount of money. Oh, you're going to reject me three times. Let me keep going. And it's like it gets to a place where it's like we can't figure this shit out sometimes as men. And so it feels like men are being condescending or we're being rhetorical when we start asking questions. Because to Casey's point that she made earlier, where she was like, it feels like it's a cop out. With some guys, it is a cop-out, or it's like them being on some bullshit. But with some guys, they really are trying to figure it out. Because I'm saying, I've been the guy that's had to grow into being more aggressive. Mm -hmm. I've always been... I'm so super sensitive. And I don't mean sensitive in an emotional sense. I mean sensitive in, I'm I'm trying to feel what you want and feel your energy. Mm -hmm. That there are times where if I misread it and I'm being overly cautious... I've I've I'm one that said I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I've missed out on opportunities realizing damn I like after I get home and Omar tells me yeah I sure did look like Meghan Markle she was driving at you the whole night and the whole night I was thinking well damn you know and I'm being self-conscious or I'm being this and I'm being that when really I should have drove in and just ran point but them couple of nights where I was running point I realized the success and I'm like oh shit so I can see how a person can get in that state of mind of a woman's role quote unquote is to be the damsel in distress and my job is to playfully convince her that that this is what she wants to do and 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 there are many nights where that happens right and women will wake up the next morning and feel like oh this was great because this is it it played into my fantasy it played into your fantasy but there are times where that wasn't that woman's fantasy and you should have been taking those cues because but honestly there are some women that know they like they just want some dick tonight and they will let you know right off (laughs) from jump they'll just be like hey uh, you coming home with me and you're like Mm. We just met, but that sounds like a great idea. Yep. So, um, 
So I haven't had like a one night stand. Like I'm not. No, really, that's too bad. I'm not really turned no, on by. It's um, overrated. No, yeah, it's not. I'm not really turned on by um, having like <laughs> random sex, right? So when it comes down to giving cues and things like that, I am that person that if I'm into you, you know. So like you'd have to ask like my guy now, like how we started. Mm. Like you know, like you know, like there's no way. It, I'm, the last thing for me to say is, hey, like, yeah, like I'm one thousand percent like into you. If if I've given you or like if you're that type of guy that picks up on shit and and you turn it into something else and it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Once I notice it, I've you know had to set a few people straight. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I think you're misunderstanding kind of where I'm coming from. Like, you just cool as fuck. I'm not interested in you. Like I'm not. We're, this this is not going to progress anywhere. Mm-hmm. I I learned pretty early that you, when it comes to men and dating and relationships, to prevent a situation where I felt like I was being taken advantage of, or I felt like you know um, I was doing something out of you know like pity sex mm-hmm. or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Because I do where, do you, where they do that at. It happens. Yeah, don't. Worry. Um, <laughs> you don't want that either. Exactly. So to prevent some shit that. like that, you know what I mean. I've always felt like being straight up is is super important. Mm-hmm. And then also it, to keep my, I guess, fantasy because I do want a man to be a man, and I don't mind being aggressive when I have to be. But I'm not going to just come up to you and be like, yo, like, so you dating anybody? Like, you you know, but, you but, in the market but, but with think, somebody? But I think so, maybe I'm, I'm kind of going with what Isaac said. I think, like, if you feel like you sh- you're in that situation, I think maybe you should just call him to the carpet. Like, what you want, nigga? That's not what I I'm understand about. it, but because but I But maybe want- if you want to throw that out there, you just say, hey... I'm interested in throwing this out there, but you got to work for it. And that's the thing. Like, I'm not interested. You got to be clear about. You do. I'm not interested in having tonight sex. I'm right. interested in you because I'm intra- I'm attracted to you. So I don't want to just fuck you. Like, I'm interested in you. So this you is the reason work, why. Though, but you want him to, to earn I everything. Do. But so I'm saying I'm talking about, like, that situation so you don't end up in that situation. Maybe if if people are a lot more clear in their expectations. I know, I agree. Cuz I tell I tell people right off the back, I'm just trying to hit like Okay. <laughs> you know. I agree, but because I'm looking for some top. But because I'm still looking <laughs> But because I can't do Are you in? Are you out? But because nope, I at that her. time I'm looking for like a potential relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lead with, "Hey, I want to fuck you." That's but not. What? But but I think you get you get back. Like, let's say you're not in a relationship and you just meet a guy at the bar and mm-hmm. you guys have a little bit of chemistry going on, and he's like, "Man, you want to come back to my spot, have some drinks, no. and go back to your spot?" You know, and you but you mm-hmm. feeling them. You want you don't want the night to end. I, no, I do. <laughs> that's what See, I'm but, saying. But not like, everybody not thinks inter- that way. But that's what I'm saying. That's why you have to be clear because there's some women that are into that and there are some that are not. And if a man runs into one, two, three, four women that are into that, the fifth one, he's mad aggressive and she's mm. not into that. Right. Everybody forward. needs to be vocal. She has to be forward. Like, intention. I'm not into You're damn. cool because I have told men, damn. Why Who you is so your mama and daddy? Fuck. That's a really you good are point, fucking yeah. attractive. I've never even considered But I'm that. not into you. I don't want to fuck that. you. I'm not doing that. I'm not into you. 
Like, how does he know if every single example he's had? He's had because his been. life is basically built off of his experiences. Experience. His life exactly. is like a movie. The, well, that's everybody's right. life. But that's right. everybody's right. why. Right. And total. we all make these generalizations. Exactly. And you even said that. Uh, you actually made a really good point at the Tequila Tales the Live yeah. show where you were basically talking about uh, people's kind of knee-jerk response in grouping people in to this this thing where you've dealt with like only ratchet chicks and so then you get the the fifth chick that is the chick that is the type of woman that you should have been dealing with but now you're treating her like the last four yeah. exactly you know what i'm saying where maybe you know and 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 that's where the 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 breakdown occurs so i i see what you're saying i, I never thought about that as it relates to even how we grow into this even me too situation and 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 it's wild because it's not to give creepy guys a pass pass. it's not a pass but it does at least give us perspective on how we grow beyond it to say hey you were you're accustomed to dealing with hoes the 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 or not hoes i probably shouldn't have categorized them that way but you're accustomed to dealing with a certain type of woman understand that everybody that you interact with exactly. is not going everybody to feel that has way. a responsibility but some dudes now, are just thirsty though different. for real yeah. now even if that woman because i i'm, I'm telling you it's got to be it's got to be real like we have got to speak the fuck up because it gets to a point where like if you tell told him i'm not interested i'm not interested i'm not interested dude i'm not interested Nigga, let me tell you something. So what you finna do? You finna take it? Yeah. What you finna do? I done told you four times. Mm-hmm. Do I have to call the police? Like, what's up? You about to take it? How many times I got to tell you? Yeah. Like, sometimes you have to go there because you want to be sweet. You want to be nice. You don't want to be the average black chick and be all angry and fucked up. And that's my that's my struggle because I am nice. People can compliment me all day. And I'm like, oh, Bless your soul. Thank you. You know, I'm out here trying and shit, you know, exfoliating and shit, you know. But then a nigga, certain motherfuckers will take that and be like, oh, well, she's feeling me. No, nigga, I said thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's just my personality to throw a little joke on it. But I just said thank you. So if I have to check you, then I will. But if you continue to push be- beyond the check, you're a fucking rapist. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to rape me? you going to say it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Get this has been a it. riveting conversation, but we are going to wrap this up. Wait, wait, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait. I thought we had other things to discuss. What we don't. You guys it, we've been saying? talking for hours. Really? We'll, we'll oh, get back. now we got to wrap we, it up. We, now we got to wrap it up. <laughs> we back next week. Anyway, bro. I just read a story on the news that uh, white parents are going to start sending their uh, kids to black schools. They oh. should. Because black schools are dis- don't get shut dis- up. Don't get shut up. No, the kids there have guns too. So yeah. Oh, that, okay. they, so it I just read on the onion. Black <laughs> schools don't get shot up. You know so, why? You know why black schools don't get shot up? That's so ignorant. That's so ignorant. You know why? Because the kids in there holding guns. No. Like, no. Everybody packed. It'll be a shootout. No. Everybody No, packed. you know why? Why? Because all the shootouts happen outside the school. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but they holding guns in the school. I went to right. a black school. The teacher like, uh, Jamal, teacher, did you bring that teacher, with you today? The teacher strapped. She like, okay, nigga, you look like you hope, nigga. <laughs> like, no, the kids got guns in school, so the kids feel safe. Oh, Isaac Paul, too do soon, you have soon. an opinion for us? You today? know what? I have uh, once again a brief opinion. <laughs> okay, know. what's brief? Um, <laughs> right, you know, I've, I've been doing better with this. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and keep it on target, right? Like, and you know, I brought up the young lady who's 
reached out to us from another country, a neighboring country. Uh, and, you know, I just want to let her know that, like, we all read it and, you know, our heart goes out to you. And I don't want you to think by any stretch of the imagination that you are to blame for that situation. Do nope. not blame yourself. Even when we read it, like all of us here, if yep. you're rocking with us, we're letting you know you did absolutely nothing wrong. Now, there are times where certain people get, as we call it, hip to game, that you can get hip to the game and realize, okay, I'm going to prevent this situation from going further, but that doesn't mean that if you didn't do that, that you were responsible for what occurred. It just means that, like, there may be times I may say, you know what, that alley looks dark. I'm not going to walk down it. But because you walked down that alley doesn't mean that you deserve to get raped. Right. You did. You weren't asking to get raped by walking down a dark alley, right? Mm-hmm. So don't think for an ounce of moment that you did anything wrong in that moment. And I also you know, kind of understand and appreciate your awareness of maybe trying to see the other side, but I just need you to understand that you didn't do anything wrong, right? Like you didn't do anything wrong. Uh, We appreciate you being a fan of us and, and even appreciate that you understand how we try to take these topics and sometimes play devil's advocate, but None of us four listened or read that story and thought, oh, yeah, that that validates what occurred. No, that was wrong. Yeah. It, it was wrong. And, and while we try to have these discussions uh, is to hopefully nuance the conversation so that men that are accustomed to being a certain way can start to grow and develop and be a little bit more understanding and be a little bit more open to receiving and not just protruding you know sometimes we can get into the space where it's like it's all about what we want um and we aren't cognizant of how what we're going for is affecting other people and that was one of those situations i'm not saying that he was a bad person overall but i will say that he was a person that was not aware um uh, and 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 clearly did not care about your enjoyment and in your feelings and your emotions in that moment and so at the, at the at the very least he was incredibly careless he was incredibly careless as it related to your emotions and 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 how you felt um and what you were experiencing in that moment so i i just wanted to make that clear um because you very well may be listening to this and you know who you are we're not gonna you know put it on blast but but you know i think that everything that's going on with this me too movement we can talk about the aziz situation and how we may feel about what that situation may have been but the reality of it is is that this is a conversation that needs to be ongoing and and regardless of how we feel about specifics of the interaction process, we all do need to be a little bit more mindful. And so I guess ultimately what my opinion comes down to is just what I've realized. And I I keep coming back to this is the awareness that we are all different. We need to accept and understand how incredibly different we are. There is no one way that women think 
there is no one way that men think. There is no one way that black people think, that white people think, that Hispanic people think, Chinese, whatever. Every individual is completely different. I may find kinship with a woman Cantonese, a Cantonese woman who happens to be a Taurus, right? Like we may see eye to eye on a certain issue and I may disagree on this issue with everybody sitting at this table right now. And so what that means is, is while we can feel family and we can accept, you know, uh, certain realities of people that live close to us and certain people that we've grown up with. We have to start being a little bit more independently minded as it relates to how we see politics, how we see family issues, how we see health, because we got to understand, man, that we don't think the same way about everything. And that's actually a good thing, because what that means is, is what will make you happy is probably something that's very different that will make your best friend happy. So who gives a fuck about what's going on in your news feed or, you know, what Reverend Run or, you know, P. Diddy or Elon Musk or Cardi B? Who cares what kind of relationship that they're having? Because their relationship is not what's going to make you happy. We can talk about this shit. Let's talk about it. Let's debate it. But when we all come back to the to the end, let's understand, as we say in the hood, what you eat don't make me shit. Right. Meaning what you digest is not going to affect how I'm feeling. So just because your girlfriend's got this kind of relationship and it fits this kind of whatever Hear what she's saying. Understand, man, that sounds amazing. But then also accept. But if I had that, I'd probably fucking dump him. Oh, man, I, your your boyfriend is great for you. But if he was my boyfriend, I'd dump him. And, and be okay with that. Because her vagina is not your vagina. It's basically what I'm getting at, right? Like, what turns you on doesn't turn another person on. And we need to accept that. We have to get to a space where we stop trying to get advice from other people on what makes you as an individual happy. Because if what you want is, you know, tons of money and somebody to take care of you, that doesn't make you a bad person. If what you want is somebody that can mentally and emotionally stimulate you and that makes you happy, that's okay. If what you want is somebody that can fuck your brains out, mm. that's what makes you happy. And all of y'all girls and all of y'all guys need to be able to be inside of your groups, inside of your teams, and accept one another's truths while also realizing that your truth is something different. And that's okay. That's okay. That's where we need to get at. It's okay if you're a Trump supporter. It's not, but it is. <laughs> it's not, but it is. But the point that I'm getting at is that we don't all have to think the same. If we're relating to one another, what we have to do is make an exception to try to understand how another person thinks. But we don't have to believe the same thing that they believe. You can be a Muslim. You can pray to Allah. I can pray to Jesus. And we can still both be great people and both be happy. 
And that's my opinion. And I could be wrong, but I'm not on this one. I can totally tell you I'm not on this one. I'm 100 percent. That is that is that is my life's purpose is to help people understand that we're fucking different and all awesome at the same time. That's my opinion. And I'm right on this one. <laughs> Thank you for listening. OK, Isaac, you know, you never Never disappoint. Um, I actually want to kind of just real quick piggyback off of what he said to the listener who sent us the message about her experience. Listen, girl, send me his name, birthday, social security number, and his license plate number, and um, we can fuck the rest of his life up. I mean, it's it's very easy to do. Um, all you need is a little Chicago touch on it. Really? I mean, I can actually show up. You know, old school, put some sugar in his gas tank. I can't. You know, and that was his mama crib. You was at, girl. We can spray paint that bitch. We could go to town on that motherfucker, but. You know, shield the identity. When, you, when you ready, though. No one when you knows. ready, though. Okay. When you ready. All right. Let me tell you something. We, we always want to be. We, got, we can send them diplomatic. Goons. Chicago goons but at is the end everywhere. Of the day, this shit like Betty, Wakanda. This shit like Wakanda. We got Petty, the goons, nigga. Patty Betty can show up for you. Okay. Just reach out. No one's, you know, no one's watching. Just let me know and we can make this happen for you. Okay. Well, at least I can. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know, I ain't going to pull nobody else into my bullshit. But, you know, just keep me informed, you know, with where you, where you at, you know, when you ready. Okay. But, you know, um, uh, all bullshit aside, though, uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, we, we most definitely appreciate um, all of the support coming out to the show. The five-year anniversary was extremely invigorating. Um, I was totally impressed with the crowd. You know, when you guys um, pay for admission and show up and actually um, participate, that's, it's, it's fucking amazing. It, um, like the sky's the limit, the way the conversation could go. And just as we saw on Wednesday, um, you know, we ended up kind of having to cut the conversation short, which was, was actually like a first. So definitely as a team, we appreciate everybody for, you know, taking the drives and taking the time and also the financial commitment to actually come out and, um, attend the show so we hope everyone had just as much as a, of a good time as we did um we do have a couple of other shows coming up in the very near future um so definitely in order to stay on top of that you have to follow us you have to be a part of our movement and watch us and wait for us to drop those gems so um you can follow us on facebook on instagram on twitter um the podcast is actually posted on um tune in um, SoundCloud, iTunes, um, Stitcher, and Google Play. Yes. Okay. So I don't know about y'all, but I subscribe to us, of course, because you know it's us. And um, you saying you love us for real? Is that what you I say? love us for real, everyone. So um, whenever we post iPhone one, listeners too. Let me tell you something. Okay, we'll talk about that at a different time. Um, whenever Isaac um posts our um podcast i get an alert like a push notification um i have been really trying to screenshot this shit to send it to you to show you how cool it looks but i keep fucking up and exiting out of it and shit so it's happened twice but whatever anyway if you subscribe to us through google play you'll never miss an episode because unlike itunes where you have to go find it 
Google Play will actually send you a notification and let you know that we get notifications. Okay, fuck you. Too. <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I'm trying to make this work. Basically, treating us. Oh, Obama oh, stepped away. He, <laughs> you should see his, his, his expression. Face. Oh, he looked like a meme. He right, looked like right, a meme. Like, right, right. we don't get notifications. Okay, Android. <laughs> we get notifications. Okay, don't get Galaxy it Galaxy users, I was trying, okay? <laughs> but anyway, anyway, it's a seamless process. As long as you subscribe, you'll know every time we post another podcast. Um, our website is like fucking golden. So uh, com. that's where you're able to actually see... Um, our upcoming shows once we have the secure dates and also different things that we'll be into as a team and also different things that Isaac will be into solo because you know Isaac got to make his money you know what I'm saying it happens <laughs> it happens so um, somebody got to pay the rent somebody you know what I'm saying <laughs> so again thank you guys so much for tuning in we can be long-winded and slurred but that's cool because that adds character to life <laughs> um yeah so we'll see you soon bye